small T, no shade. L and J, what type of tea they serving? Is it lifting? Probably the type that Kermit be sipping. Take your mouth and start the clicking. This dope trio delivering substance with subjects that's busting. Uh, make you wanna join the discussion. Real people, real topics with a little bit of gossip. Out in the bay, ripping eight one tray. Uh, it's all T, no shade. All T, no shade. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to All Tea No Shade, where we are serving tea without the shade. Like we always do, sippers. So pull up a seat and let's start this sip set. Back in the lab, back, back in the lab for another lab. session of All Tea No Shade. And we got a special guest in the house. We do. We have a in social media influence in the house. Okay. You want to introduce Mo- yourself to the people? I am Milani Rivera, a.k.a. Aloha Milani. Aloha. Aloha. Oh, I love it. We're excited to have have you on sippers we will be interviewing her shortly so that we can all get to know a little more about her and her platform but before we do that weekly check-in how was your week my week was okay you know i've been a little bit in a funk so i'm trying to get, get out of you, the funk. you gotta get out of this funk you've been in this funk I for know. a little bit now i mean hello hasn't everybody it's been 2020 I mean, like yeah, it's, it's been true. the year true for the craziness but I, what i am excited about or what's made my week um is that this is us is coming back yeah i'm gonna be honest i kind of stopped watching this is us what why it's so freaking good it is good but i felt like they were always trying to make you cry I stopped watching the second season. Yeah, Why? right? My, my husband, he likes to, you know, clown me when I cry. And I, I mean, I cry at commercials now. <laughs> <laughs> so the second season, I just, I stopped, but I just got so busy that I, I keep it, saying I'm going to go back. It is. Oh my God, it's so good. I don't feel like, I feel like their, their purpose is to tap into your emotions yeah. and to make you cry. But I don't feel like it's done in a cheesy way. It's yeah. done because of like, they're talking about real life, real stuff that we all identify with that we all connect to and that's what makes us all cry i think what kind of turned me off the most about it and it's it's a stupid reason it's really stupid it makes no sense here we go i like like the original characters right Mm -hmm. and i think i stopped watching when they tried introducing um the, the the adopted girl boyfriend into the season what's the black girl the one one they adopted oh yeah there's they they Whatever season that was, and it was like, oh, she has a boyfriend now, and she was like trying to find her place. I was like, who are these new people that they bringing in? I know what you're talking about. They're not really focusing on them. Those were just one-offs. Yeah, yeah. That kind of turned me off. That turned me off. I was like, uh, I don't really want to be watching like Deja and her little boyfriend. Yeah, but no, it was just one-offs. Okay. So yeah, and but you know how it loops around. So it loops around with the fathers of Deja's boyfriend and. Um, Mr. Ah, uh, okay. So it connects okay. back to who they, who you really mm. want to know, which y'all, is y'all are just spoiling everything. Which is the big right three, the big I, three. I stopped second season. We gotta okay. go back. Well, well we gotta go back. We gotta, we this is go a good, back. this is a good Rona, a Rona revisit. Okay. There's yeah. there's some things you revisit when you're in the Rona. Uh, look, I'm almost done with Love Island. That's my. I've never watched that. Okay, I keep hearing about <laughs> this. What is Love Island? So, so my yeah. So that's like my secret. Thing that I not do. a secret anymore. Yeah, no, I, I watch um I watch reality dating shows. Like I live by I've been married mm. for so long that I live vicariously through these young people yeah. dating. Because when I I met my husband in the club, so right. like people are meeting online and stuff. And yeah. It's just so different. It is so different. It is different. I, 
I live by, but Love Island. I'm I'm on some, today. I'm watching the last show. Okay. That's the last, you know, it's I've it's been over for two weeks. But. All right. Well, then you know this is us. Can go ahead right up on your way. So this is season five. Yes. Season five. I, I think I must have stopped at season. Oh my god. I think I don't know if it's season three, or season four. It must have been season four. I stopped. I don't feel like I'm that far behind. No, I don't think you so. are. What you what you're talking about? You're you're like the last season. Yeah, I'm not that far behind. But oh my god, it was so. The end was so good. I mean, let me say this every time about this is us. The, the season finale is always just yeah a banger, and so I'm super excited. And what I did love, which you will love as well, because they do start going into like some of the sub characters, mm-hmm. obviously to get back around to the main characters. Yeah. But we. See See a little bit more about Beth, who's one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Period. Beth is, Beth is the um, wife, right? Yeah, the uh, wife of um Washington. The black guy. The guy, yeah. What's his I name? name? I can't I think, think of I his name. Is Randall, 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 Randall. I hate his name he's so a, much. He's an amazing actor. By he's the way. an amazing actor. Amazing. Actor. amazing. They're actually all amazing actors yeah. in that show. All right, so how's your week then? It it was good. It was it was good at first, Uh-oh. I should say. So what happened? What well, happened? Well, well, first it was it was decent because two weeks ago I did my very first podcast and it came out on Friday and I was like, oh, it's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. So oh no, that was kind of a high. I was like, okay, it's, yeah. it's not bad. Yes, you know, let's promote it a little bit. But then last night, um, I saw a little thing and um, what was it? Brianna Taylor's uh, boyfriend. Her guy, mm. he he was on the Gale, you know, on King. CBS, oh, yeah. okay. And so I watched that, and then that just kind of brought me right back to where I am. Yeah. What was he saying? Basically, he told the story. Um, he, he told the story about what happened that night. Mm. When the police came in when he he has a license for a gun. He shot, and um, but they they drug. I mean, they drag him drug him to the police station mm. with no shoes on. Mm. Like. They treated him like he was a criminal. Yeah. Oh my and god. And it just the way they came in, they he, they didn't announce themselves, so they lied about that. Of course. Um, they came in, they just started shooting. He tried to pull her down, and she she was in such shock that she mm. stayed up, and that's how she got shot. Mm. She was stu- yeah, she was caught. Yeah. And so fight or flight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know that was like the last thing I saw last night before I went to sleep. So that it just kind of mm. it mellows you out for sure. It makes you. Oh it makes it's you so hard sad, to yeah. stay woke. Like you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's just well, they, that old saying, "Ignorance is bliss." The older you get, is the more you really realize right. that ignorance yeah. is bliss. because when you have to actually look at reality and realize like what crazy shenanigans are going on yeah. and what that actually means. <laughs> about you and your brown body like they showed some footage they they showed how the cops were talking to him you know and just yeah because he's coming as a cop shooter right like everybody thinks he shot the cop so he's not getting any i would if if no one if i was in my house or my girlfriend's house and i have my gun with me and and no one announces who they are Mm -hmm. and they're trying that door's coming open i'm busting off I'm just right. like, who I'm thought that no-knock warrants would be, like, a good idea? Right. Like, in what world? I mean, they, this cannot happen in Florida, because Florida, everybody got a gun. Yeah. So. But, you know, what's sad is when you're black, somebody knocks at your door or, or somebody just busts in. If you shoot somebody, you go to jail. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're white or whatever. You can stay you know, out. It's, oh, you it's stand-down law. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Stand that, your ground. That, you know, you're standing your ground. Yeah, so it's... It, yeah, it did the footage and just hearing how the cops talked to him, and then he didn't even find out that Brianna Taylor was 
that passed away until he watched the news. They didn't even tell wow. him. Wow. So he was at the police station. They didn't even tell him. Wow. So that, it just, the, the disrespect. Yeah. It just, ooh, I, it, it's frustrating. It's ooh, ang- it makes you angry. It's got a woozah. Okay, woozah. Woozah. It makes you so angry. It, do, yeah. it does. Yeah. You just be walking around with a whole major ass attitude. I'm like, I get why them Black Panthers had an attitude. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. So yeah. How's your week been, Jay? Um, I mean, my week's been pretty good. I don't know why it felt good because I didn't really do anything <laughs> major. You that's know what I mean? That's why it felt good. Yeah, but I think chill. I think that like in the world that we're living in with like pandemic and quarantining, there's so many highs and so many lows. And so when you have a week where there's nothing happens, it feels good. Yeah. You don't feel low. You don't feel bad, you know? And so, I mean, cause a lot of people are depressed, sad, frustrated, and stressed about finances. So like, just to have a week of like, like I'm not mentally exhausted. Right. It feels good. And I went on a date yesterday. Okay. And it was actually a really good ass date. That's awesome. Which is like very, very pleasing in a world of dating where dating it's is so, so frustrating. Like, because like there's you go on so many first dates, you mm. become like a first date like connoisseur, you know? Yeah. And but like and it's so rare that you go on a first date and the first date is like good, like amazing. Yeah, and you know? It was and it wasn't even, it was kinda weird because we, we matched on hinge and I think that was like on a Thursday. And we talked throughout the day on like Thursday. And then like Friday, I was like, well, maybe it was like Saturday. I said, you want to go grab a drink? Let's just grab a drink. Yeah. I didn't even exchange phone numbers yet. She was like, yeah, sure. Let's go grab a drink. And so we went and grab a drink at like seven o'clock and ended up just sitting there chatting until like nine something. Oh, I love. So I mean, you're like this because she's a lawyer. Okay. Hey, okay. But no, she, so it was good. So it was a good day. So we'll see. You know, I think. Uh, it's just, it is what it is. Ain't no, ain't no promises, but right. it's good to have a refreshing, good first date. Yeah, that's always yeah. great. I love this because, like I said, I live vicariously through all my <laughs> single friends that go on dates. Well, yeah, I want to know what happens. Well, <laughs> you don't want to get back out there, so make that make that, that marriage work. Okay, <laughs> it's hot out here. Yeah, in these streets. All, all right. right. Do you have a listener shout out? We do have a listener shout out. So, listener shout out goes out to a Tampa Bay native. JQ, do you know JQ? I do know Jay. He JQ. is a damn fool. <laughs> JQ, also known as JVQ on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, he commented on our The Black Divide Instagram post. He said, uh, Good one. I'm having serious fatigue with this topic as well. The last few years has always been some epic battle black man versus black woman, and vice versa. It's exhausting. So, you know, that's why we did that topic because I think it's a great topic to talk about. Even Milani was like, oh, I wish I would have been on that episode. I know, right? That's, that's my life. Yeah, so it's a, it was a good topic. So we haven't listened to the episode. Go check it out. It came out last Wednesday, The mm-hmm. Black Divide. We talked about so many different things and so many different topics within that. Um, it's a needed conversation that we think black culture should have, but any minority should have right. mm-hmm. in general. And so- we implore you actually to have it with your people. Like, listen to the podcast with your people and talk about it. Like, I think it's a conversation that needs to not only be listened to, like, and, and and that you actually start thinking about yourself, but I think it's a conversation you need to have with the people around you. For sure. So, Sippers, if you want to be shouted out on all team, 
Motherfucking shade. There are a few things you can do. Uh, what can they do to be shouted out on Altino Shade? You can hit us up on Instagram at Altino Shade Podcast. You can find us on Facebook and join our group called Altino Shade Podcast and Friends. You can also find our Facebook Facebook page and like us, Altino Shade. And if you just want to be old school, which in this world. What world is email old school? But it is. I like email still. You can hit us up at Altino Shade Podcast at gmail.com. All right, sippers. Uh, What do we have next? Next, we have. Worst worst segment ever. The best segment in the world. Who am I? (laughs) Who am I? Who am I? All right, guys. Let me go ahead and give you the rules real quick. It's a really. A uh, simple game. I'm gonna give you some hints about what's going on in pop culture. You just need to name who the person is. The only rule is that I have to finish my first clue. I am going to say finish at the end. We have just established this now. <laughs> After I say finish, then it is fair game for you to guess who you would so desire. Milani, I like my guests to feel special, so I promise not to spank your ass. I don't want you to oh, feel bad. You know, Listen, he's been you, losing, so that's why he... I don't want you to talk shit about me to your followers. Be glad that I don't remember anyone's name. I know everybody by face. And, oh, you know, so you're saying do. I should win then? That's what you're saying? I, what, I'll probably end up giving you the clue, and then you'll know who oh, it is. Oh, yeah, that's, that's probably unfortunately, true. Unfortunately, that's just, you know... That's how it works. So, in the world of... Um, 2020 where we're all like literally glued to our phones because we don't have lives outside of our homes i feel like all the these are all going to be pretty hot topics so okay. i feel like you guys are gonna i think you're both gonna know them mm, okay. and so it's just gonna be who's gonna be quicker to the draw all right we'll all see. right i'm sorry I, I try not to watch the news these days though because i get depressed so we'll see we'll see <laughs> all right this rapper was just revealed her newborn baby son. Done. Finish. Nicki Minaj. Yeah. There you go. Good job. Yes. Good guess. She revealed that she finally had her child. We knew she was pregnant mm. and that it was a baby boy. Yeah. In super disgusting news, somebody posted a baby saying it was her son mm. um, on the internet. And, and it, wasn't. it wasn't. And so Nicki Minaj actually posted, like, why would you do this? This is not mm. my son. This is not his name. This, like, take this person's babies down. Fake take, news. Yeah. Yeah, take somebody, take somebody's baby's pictures down. Like you grab some random person's baby and just to put make, it make up. just to make a to make news. Yeah, just to make news. Horrible. I wonder, was it like a random? It wasn't like a news source or anything. It was like a random person who posted the picture. Yeah, it was mm. just some random. Which I don't know, but they had a they had quite a bit of people though. So you know, she, Nikki said she retired from hip hop. From rapping to be to, to be a mama to fo- focus on her family. But she said that before, right? Like. I don't know if she said it before. I don't know. I just know recently That's when she, she got said. pregnant mm. with this guy. Her are they married? Did they get yeah, married? Yeah, they're married. Yeah. So. Which I think it's hilarious that her literal last name is Petty now. <laughs> is it? Like in wow. like in what world? Your literal last name. You are Mrs. Petty. Mrs. Petty. She can be Petty. We know it to be true. Yeah. All right, Milani. Okay. All right, number two. This. Singer songwriter mm-hmm. just slayed it down in Fenty's fashion show. Singer songwriter? Mm-hmm. Nope. Oh. Um, singer but songwriter. 
Mm-hmm. She uh, was in Rihanna's um, I didn't watch the fancy show. You did not? Okay. I know you watched it. You talked about, about it last week. Um, singer, it. singer, singer. Uh, Meg sounds a rapper. Um, Born in Philly. Jill Scott. No. Angie Stone. No. Um, She's worked with Missy Elliott. She's been in Glee. She's gotten the Grammy. She's won. Tony Braxton. She's been nominated for Best New Artist, Best oh, Female Best R&B. New Artist. Doja Cat. Nope. Um, She's thirty-three. Her SZA. Nope. Damn. She's literally she, one of the leading Billy. soul singers right out, out right now. Soul singer. Many out would right say now. she's not a contemporary of Jill Scott, but getting there. She had a vocal challenge that was viral on Instagram where people were trying Brandy, to do Monica. Her, her same rift. She uh, does a, a particular rift that's very difficult. She's new? She's a new artist? No, she's not oh. new. Oh. She's newer than Mara Jill Carey. Scott. No. Newer than Jill Scott. Newer than Jill Scott. Philly. Um, how do y'all? How are y'all struggling with this one? Uh, I just swore y'all would know. Some more hints. No, no, more hints. Um, she kind of sounds like old school hip hop, but like she's newer. Mm, um, probably know who this is. Her very first song was about um, violence to a a vehicle. Uh. Oh. Oh, Jasmine. Yes. Jasmine, Jasmine. Jasmine Sullivan. Damn. Yes. No, I, I mean, I'll give it to her because she All has right, Jasmine. Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, it's Jasmine. But I haven't, but I haven't heard her sing her oh, sing anything in so long. I, I just love Jasmine. I get that right away because I, I do love Jasmine. So. She just had that vocal challenge where she, apparently her it. new yeah, song that was on Issa Rae's um, soundtrack. Sa- um, new soundtrack is some difficult little things she does and all the singers were doing it. I mean, Jasmine Sullivan could always blow She's though. Yeah, she could always, unfortunately so. she didn't blow up as big as, as she should have. I don't know the reasons behind that obviously, but, um, huh. Her first single was hot too. Like that was, oof. I'm masking of lions and tigers and bears. Okay. okay. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that wasn't the first one though. But yeah, that wasn't the first the one. one. That was a the, great one. They had the, the Jamaican vibe too. What was the first one? Um, I need you. I need you. I, again, I don't ever remember I the name of the song. Think of that. And, and Missy Elliott was in the video. Um, the Missy just Missy is just like, I mean, if you get the Missy sign of approval. I think it's called I Need You. I Need You Bad. Dang, I don't remember that. It had a. Is there a is there an unknown Jasmine Bop going no, around? That was, I don't that know. was her first single. First single. There, oof. Here, baby, baby, what y'all deal with? This is it. Hey, come to our tattoos, you know? <laughs> Need you back. Yes. Okay. This, this is my favorite. Okay, I do remember this. Yes. At this, this time, she kind, she kind of reminded me of like uh, Lauren Hill a little bit. There. Very so much so. Yeah. All right, you got that one too. That soulful songwriter. All right, so this one, I feel like you guys are gonna um, it's gonna be a quick to the draw. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm down 2-0 right now, though. Now I got to watch the Rihanna show. Okay. <laughs> Y'all do need to watch that. Yeah, it was interesting, at least, to watch. Um, And there was a lot of booty. 
So, there you I go. Mean, I'll watch it now. There you go. Can't really. How do you? How do you beat that? Okay, so this one's gonna be a quick, quick one. All right. So this rap rapper is um, being dragged by Black Twitter currently mm-hmm. for his um, agree. I know who it contract is. to work with the government. Finish. I do. I said that one first. I'm gonna give that to you. I said that one first. <laughs> So right now, Ice Cube is, he has this thing called Contract with Black America. It's a plan to hold the federal government responsible for helping black citizens. Um, And he is working right now with Trump's administration. Is he really working with them, though? I don't know if he really is. Well, he he is negotiating with them, which is by default working with them. Mm -hmm. But I think the important thing to note is that he didn't go to the Trump administration exclusively. He went to everyone. He went to the Democrats as well. And he is working or going to work with the Democrats. They have just told him that they will focus on it after elections. They can't focus on it right now. Watched him on Chris Cuomo. Chris Cuomo tried to help his ass out. I know. He helped his ass out because at the end of the day, he just seemed like he was, he didn't care. That's what it comes. It's like you're doing this contract for black people. Like at at some level, it shows that you're care. You care about these things, right? You care about these injustices, but then like he gets up on these like interviews and it's like, the I don't give a fuckness right. is so exactly. blatant. And yeah. the timing. I mean, it's right before the election. What what the hell Why? is wrong with you? Why would you yeah, do I mean, that? What happened yeah. with F the police? I mean, what? what? Yeah, I can yeah. stop. Okay. It's just weird. <laughs> it's just weird. It's problematic. I mean, I'm not mad at him for saying what a lot of people are thinking in the sense mm-hmm. of like the Democrats pander mm-hmm. to black people and Republicans don't do shit for, for black people. So why do we always vote for Democrats? But my thing is, Democrats, if you're gonna pick, thing as the lesser evil, mm-hmm. right. then clearly the Democrats are at least trying to move the yeah. to move the the stick. They, they at least realize know? that they need to pander to us. Like and, they at least realize that we are a group that has some voting capabilities and like that we have we're a power we're a power in ourselves, right? I, and I, I I don't want I also want people to understand that it's not really I don't really think it's pandering because if you think about it, if, if you look at um, Vice President Biden's campaign team mm-hmm. 45% of his staff are black people right right that's not pandering that's saying I, I want to have minorities on my staff right he chose a black woman Hello. as his vice president right that is not pandering right. like pandering was oh yeah I might I might choose a black woman then not choose a black woman right mm-hmm. right he chose a black woman Pand- who will eventually be president or have a very high chance of being president <laughs> right. of the United States right and so Democrats are definitely doing more than what Republicans have, have ever done. So, yeah, I, I think it's silly. But I, and then he's his arguing. What does Biden do to show us our vote? I'm like, are you? Let's just focus. It's the black divide. It's the black it's divide. The black, again. It's the black divide. He could have waited until after Timing. the election. Yeah, you know, he could have waited, and then if if Trump won again, then go to Trump at that point. But yeah, no. And it's just like, where have you been this whole time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It just seems, yeah, I'm so, with it you. Seems the suspect. timing just feels really off. It feels like another Kanye. Exactly. Right. I say between Kanye and Ice Cube, it's like, like, come on, man. Like, I just want y'all to do better, please. And then you're going to get, you know, those young black people out there that are going to say, well, then my vote, you know, why am I going to vote for either one? You know, so. Yeah, I think people, I think most people are, have already decided who they're voting for. The only people I think Kanye and Kanye, the Ice Cube are really catering to are the people who already feel like he does, like. 
I ain't gonna vote no what anyway. And then they probably you know, won't if they, they won't. Exactly. So. Right. You got any more or did I lose? Can I tie it somehow? Well yes, we can. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> she said she said, Oh no. Okay, so this one's another one that's gonna be a big a quick a quick to the draw. So this rapper just reunited with her husband, finish. Uh Nikki uh Cardi B. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. yes. So for her birthday, he bought her a new Rolls Royce. And we saw them dancing together and saw them pictures. And she finally came out on, I think it's an Instagram live or one of those where she said, essentially, she missed the dick and that she (laughs) couldn't turn him down because he bought a car. She no, filed it, but she never. For, she ne- they weren't. They had just started the process. So I'm gonna talk about that in my final sip a little bit. I just think like you, the people, people. There's a there's a meme going on right now where it's like people give Cardi B a hard time, but they don't give Beyonce a hard time, mm. and they both of their men cheated. And I was like, well, the difference is I get a real life real-time play-by-play with mm-hmm. Cardi B, I don't find out about the Carters until after they've already decided what they're doing with each other. Right. And, yeah. like, you know, they've moved on and healed from it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I find out with Cardi B, as soon as she make up her mind, she posts it. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I'm I'm more invested. Did y'all see um, Cardi B's nipple slip? Yeah, her titty, her titty out pick. So she, during her birthday celebrations, accidentally uploaded. I think it was to her Instagram stories. Her Instagram stories, a picture of her. She was drunk. You can tell her picture. You can tell she was drunk. If it was a cute picture, I would be like, yeah, this is this is BS. But it was not a cute picture. She uh, she said she was talking to Offset Mm. and they were in chat and whatnot, and she was saying that she had some kind of bruise. Or something. He was like, he was like, no, you don't. And she said, she's, she said, That's, yes, I do. I'm seeing this picture. She sent the picture, and she said she realized she uploaded it to her Instagram story and tried to, to she just uh, whatever. But her titty was out there. Yeah, but yeah, both her titties were out. And, she was and, and how long was this story? Clearly, and deleted. Well, she said she shut down her. She she said she turned her phone off. Yeah, but you know, the minute she posts, it's Cardi B. It's the Cardi minute B. she posts Once something, people are going to snap a screenshot. Yeah. Immediately, like, titty, bye. Yeah, she said she deleted it within, like, two minutes. Okay. But it was already too late by then. Yeah. It's just a titty, whatever. Yeah, it's just titties. It's, it's titties. just titties. All right, she so it's was, She looked so drunk. Yeah. She, she looked, looked out of it. She was clearly having a good time. So, Lois, you guys kind of came to the middle? Nah. Uh, well, at least I didn't lose. At least you didn't win. So I feel right, good about that. <laughs> Here, deal breakers. You want me to do deal breakers? Right. You guys want to leave on a tie? No, no. He's no gonna, he might win because I like I'm not up on everything. You want to go for the prize or no? Nah? It's your decision. Let's, let's do it. All she's right. She's going for it. She's going for lose. it. Let's just do it. All right. Let me get a good one. Mm. Oh no. I have two, but let me just see which one I think is more realistic. Don't be trying to favor Milani now. Uh, I'm a little older, so you know. Are you older than me? Oh, I'm. I'm. I'm what sure year I'm were you born? Me. Oh, let's not. Let's not. What go year there. were you born? Let's not go there. I, I will say this: with the whole Brandy and Monica thing, with you guys siding with Brandy like that, I, I really do feel like you. Guys, I'm a lot older. I like Say, Monica I'm, I'm though. Age. I'm around Brandy's age. I'm 39. Okay. Good so. for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got a good one. I got a good one. This writer, producer. 
blackity black lady mm-hmm. just hosted SNL. Oh, Issa Rae. Yeah. Right before I came here, this when, when you said, mm-hmm. you know, we're gonna start a little bit later. Yeah. Like, okay, that gives me just enough time to watch a little bit of SNL. So I, I just watched her intro. That's it. I didn't know she did yeah. that. Yeah, something is huge. So I can't wait to see it. I can't. I haven't. It'll be interesting to see if Issa can do like live comedy like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we see her in in this kind of a sitcom, not a sitcom, but like more produced yeah. comedy, and she's obviously hilarious. Right. Um, but I would love like I I miss from old Insecure when she used to rap into the camra like broken pussy. You oh, know what I, mean? I never really. She's, she's I mean, I only watched a little bit. She did a little bit this last season, right? She she went back a little bit. She used yeah. to do it way more regularly, and it was one of the mm-hmm. things that we loved about her. Like right. literally, the funniest thing was the broken pussy song, mm-hmm. and so. But and then, like season two, season three, they kind of walked away, away from, from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we she don't really see it as much, right? Yeah. But I love it when she does it. It's I'll just check it out. I like. I'm a fan of hers. Me too. Um, yeah. I didn't get into the skits yet, but that's what I want to see. I want to see how she. Does yeah, I'll skits. have to check it out. Yeah, that's what I want to see mm-hmm. for real. I, I know she did. She killed it. I'm just gonna put that out. I'm gonna put it out to the air. Yeah, she just she slayed. Well, congrats, right, congratulations, but not congratulations, Milani. Yes, congratulations. I'll let, let you win. You ain't let I'll nobody let do win. shit. Suppose you know I let her win. Suppose. The Ice Cube thing, that was that was kind of close. I probably really, you know. Oh, she's you know. <laughs> I think he had you on that one. I'm just going to say. I'm just going to say. I'm pretty but, sure I had you on the Ice Cube one. Everybody listening, you, you know, you, you can hear the differences in voice. My, my voice is a lot higher. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's go ahead and actually get into our interview. My chère mademoiselle, it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. And now, we invite you to relax. Let's pull up a chair. Aloha. Yeah, so... You start off, Al. All right, so I was listening to, you know, a little bit about you, and what's this aloha mentality? Well... Okay, so I I spent my entire childhood in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So, um, in when you're in Hawaii, like they they kind of force the Hawaiian culture on you mm-hmm. in school. I mean, we we do all the Hawaiian, you know, all the uh, holidays and everything else. So you just kind of grow up with this aloha spirit. You're you know everyone is very welcoming. Um, everyone is empathetic to each other. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just everyone's always trying to have a good time. Like we have we celebrate May Day there. From, and pe- when I tell people, oh, we don't have May Day. They're like, what's May Day? I'm like, I kind of don't know. We just had a good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah. So after I left Hawaii is when I realized how different it was on the mainland. Mm. Um, and then I also realized that not everybody was brown. You know, like, yeah. like, like I knock, was, knock, knock, yeah, I was the, like, a lot of times I was the only black person in the classroom. So when I moved to the mainland, I was 15. And um, and I had culture shock. Mm. Huge. And I'm not going to lie, I, I, I became jaded. Um, and then I was also on this whole you know black power power thing because i because then that's when i realized that white people were like they were on tv like Mm. right in hawaii white people are kind of the lowest on the totem pole so everyone's very humble Mm -hmm. um came to the mainland and then realized people talk like this and you know like Mm. it it was just different actually like mean yeah right for no reason so I became jaded for a lot of years you know many years like throughout my 20s everything else like i just you know but 
last year I moved I uh, I actually took a trip to Europe mm-hmm. mind you I've never really wanted to I didn't care about going to Europe every time I went on vacation I went to countries with people of color because right. of that thing that's in the back of my head right you know, especially after moving to Florida um, I always just wanted to be around as much as possible chocolate yeah mm-hmm. poc right people of color for sure right so i was going to you know that's hard to find in tampa sometimes Ooh, child. First, yeah. <laughs> yeah so and, and it's just it's mainly when you work, work in florida that's when you yeah. realize how different it is from even the west coast so but i went on this trip because i my mom has always wanted to go to europe she was always pissed off at my dad for us not taking orders overseas you know to go overseas mm. so i was like okay you know for, for christmas i'm gonna give her this and so in June, which I booked the, the trip for June, we spent the whole June in Europe, traveling throughout Europe. I love Europe. And let me tell you. It's that, a beautiful. That changed my whole mindset about people in general, white mm. people mm-hmm. in general. I mean, look, it's not that I don't like white people, but unfortunately, I'm. whenever I meet a white person, I... A little cautious. Yes. And, yeah. and instead of being just open and thinking they're not racist or whatever, mm-hmm. unfortunately, they have to prove to me that they're not. Yeah. Or I will believe that they're not. Yeah. So I went to Europe and then I just felt love. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. believe it. And, I mean, oh my God, it's so different. It, it is, is true. There is like, where did you go specifically? So was, the, did you go to I, Italy? I landed in Germany because my Oof. cousin lives in Germany. Her mm-hmm. husband's stationed there. Mm-hmm. And so went to Germany and then her husband, now my cousin's, my cousin's Filipino. Mm-hmm. My mom's Filipino, FYI. And her husband is white. And I, I knew him because I when they got married, you know, right. I think she was like, it was right after she graduated high school or whatever. I met him briefly, but he's very quiet. But me and him had a conversation. I mean, we talked about Trump. We talked about everything. Yeah. But he pretty much schooled me. He was just like, oh, no, out here, racism is against the law. Yeah. He's like, don't even talk about the Holocaust. He was like, mm-hmm. you, you might go to jail. I was like, what? So he explained all that to me, and I was like, man, why? So Germany learned, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. how to move forward. They don't have statues and all this hurtful stuff that's out here like we have with... with uh, Only in America do you, yeah. you reckon praise the losing well it's players. like listen they always say that the the victor is the one who gets to write the history but not for the, our civil war yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. what why are there still exactly. confederate flags around They're, they were the traitors yeah. they, i mean they were the traitors but yet they want the confederate flag they have all these damn statues of all these you know traitors uh that they're worshiping or whatever so but germany you won't see anything about hitler up unless you're in a, a historic that's how it should be that's how it should be for sure how'd you end up in tampa Oh, okay. Well, How did, let, me, let me rephrase the question. How did you end up in the greatest city in Florida, Tampa? <laughs> and I, do, I do believe that. When I, when I was in college, I actually came down here uh, with an ex-boyfriend um, to Bush Gardens. And then we just, you know, just, Bush just, yeah, just for a, a weekend. This is back when Anheuser Busch owned it. So mm. Yes, that was. A, I used to work. <laughs> I used to work at Bush Gardens when Anheuser Busch yeah. owned it, but right. I was too young. Yeah, because yeah. if you were 21 yeah. years or older, you got a free case of the beer. Free beer tasting garden. Wow. Right? As an employee, that. you got a free case of beer every week. Right. Wow. Right? And so I went to school in Pensacola, Florida. So, you know, the panhandle, lower Alabama. Right. And, um, and so while I was there, I was like, you know what? I, I kind of like Tampa. So I went to school for business, MIS. And so I was looking at places that I, you know, where I would want to live mm. after I graduated. And I wanted to work for PricewaterhouseCooper mm. and move down here because I just like Tampa so much. So that's how I, when I 
got divorced from my ex-husband yeah. in the military and, uh, and decided I, I didn't know where I wanted to go because I was in North Carolina at the time. Um, I was like, you know what? I wanted to go to Tampa. That's where I'm going. So that's I picked. It was yeah. going to be between Tampa and Atlanta. And then I I was like, you know what? I need the water. Yeah. I got to have, I got to see the water. I can't. I, I have a hard time being landlocked. So. Yeah. yeah. That's how I was when I moved here. Nine years ago, I moved here in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, no, 2000. 11 mm-hmm. and I was moved, thinking about where I was going to move I applied all over but I was like I even thought about Atlanta yeah. but I was everybody like everybody always thinks about Atlanta especially I'm when you're here. a young, young black person mm-hmm. you just hear about you the Atlanta the, the Mecca people. you're just yeah. like there's a chocolate city well no it's not Chicago yeah, you know, not, but no, that was DC. DC that was oh, DC. DC but like the, it's chocolate yeah. Mecca it's like everybody's right. chocolate there and that's only because at that time you don't the social media wasn't so big you didn't really realize that Houston had a black population mm-hmm. and Charlotte had a black population you know but yeah. Atlanta is Atlanta right but I wanted to be by beaches and water, so I hot and so up here. So look, yeah. I'm I'm clueless when it comes to knowing anything about Yelp. I'll be the first one to admit. So, okay. but I saw on your IG profile that you are Yelp Gold Elite. Can you explain what that is and how does <laughs> one get to gold status? I have no clue. Gold status just means you've been elite for five years. Mm. So I've so I've been on Yelp since 2010. But only, okay. So the way most people get on Yelp is you get pissed off at some restaurant. Yeah. And you decide, you know what, that's it. And then you just you go, Leave a you know, you start leaving a, re- a bad review or whatever. Um, so I started on 2010, but I wasn't into it. Mm. My husband, um, around 2013, I think, or 2014, he quit Facebook for whatever reason mm. and then he got on Yelp and he just started doing a bunch of reviews to, mm. instead of doing social media mm-hmm. and um, all of a sudden they invited him to become a lead mm. and he didn't know what the hell that was yeah. he was like what, what, what is there they're trying to get me to pay for something <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so he goes and I'm, I'm sitting at home and I'm like what, where are you going he's like that's some elite thing uh. they, they, they invite him to some restaurant and they fed him he said Malani I could not finish eating my food they just kept bringing the food wow and I was like, he was his best life yeah. so as you can see from the thing i'm a little com- competitive yeah and so i was like you know what I'm, i need to be yelledly how, how do i do this <laughs> so he plus won me to a couple of elite events and then i was like I'm, I'm doing this and so i started doing all these reviews became elite and then i just be, ended up becoming like the big biggest elite person because i'm again the competitiveness mm. inside of me it just it comes out in everything so um so basically once you have so many reviews on Yelp, either uh-huh. someone can nominate you to be elite or you can just, you know, all of a sudden they'll just invite you. Mm. And when you're elite, you get invited to all these special events. events. Yeah. Huh. And it's, it's fantastic. I mean, there's a lot of restaurants. There's a lot of things I would have never done in Tampa yeah. had I not known from And it's Yelp. smart for the businesses mm-hmm. because it's just like, these are people who are going to leave. Right. Good you, reviews. Re- not good reviews. They're going to leave reviews. And honest reviews. reviews. Honest. Yeah. yeah. And if you bring them and you create an amazing event with yeah. delicious food, chances are you're going right. to have a lot of really great reviews. Right. So one of the things with, with Yelp Elite is you can go into an elite event and you have to review that event, mm. not the actual restaurant. You're not mm. allowed to. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're not allowed to because Yelp wants your reviews to be real. Yeah. So the event can be fantastic. Yeah. You go back two weeks later, and then they give you bad service and bad food. Mm. I'm going to write my real review. I'm mm. sorry. You know, it's all about real reviews on Yelp. And they will kick you off once they find out you're doing, you know, some shady stuff. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So I, I don't ever want to get kicked off of Elite, so see how you said that's so. I guess it's so different now in 2020. Mm-hmm. We, people, for one, restaurants were shut down for a long time, yeah. right? You know, and so 
I wonder at well, does it do you get do you get paid at all to do any of the, any of that elite stuff or Mm-mm. nope, it's just you know just the like, events it's, and it's the event and it's just free food or whatever it is sponsoring or so whatnot. It's not just restaurants; it's also like gyms and things like gotcha. that. So we've done Crunch Fitness, okay, things like that as well. But yeah, no, you, it's just a free event to check out the business and doing something you already enjoy anyway. Exactly. You, you you love eating and that that became our date night. I mean, yeah, you know, so like we because we were both Yelp elite, so we both get you know. Balling. First of all, that is the most. That's what I was saying. I was like, that's the most genius date night for him. Like, I I don't know if he'll ever even listen to this. You know, my, you know, he he's separate from all the stuff that I do. But yeah, I, I, his nickname, you know, inside my head is like El Cheapo. He was loving it. Yeah, because he gets to take you on like a super cool event. Right. You get to look cute, and it's all free for him. Right. But now, but see, there's no events now. Everything is yeah. virtual. Yeah. You know, so it's so. Uh, wah, wah, wah. He has to pay now when we go out. Yeah. He got away with it for a little while. I think <laughs> yeah. he'll be all right. Do you have uh, any restaurants in the Tampa Bay area that you think people should definitely check out if they're comfortable with being out and about? I know you were talking about that Cuban restaurant. Has that opened back up? That that is open. You okay. know, so the whole Armature Works is open, but Cuba. I love Armature Works. You, have you had it yet? It's, mm-hmm. Is that in Armature Works? It's in the Tamp- It's in the the Heights Market. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like in Armature Works over there by the ice cream shop. The Astro okay, ice yes, cream. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's in the cut. So I never mm. had it before. It used to be called Hemingways. I don't know oh, what it was. Oh yes, yes, and yes. They changed it to Cuba, which I think is a cooler name. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, I went out there and then I was like, okay, let me try it. Man, I mean, flavor to the bone. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So you, it's it's good food, really good food. Um, so. so for the sippers that are listening that is not that are not from Tampa Bay area, uh, the Heights area is an area that's been completely renovated. Um, they turned this huge warehouse into this open market. Mm-hmm restaurant food court. food court thing situation right. and it's really a dope space mm-hmm. and so if you I love that more and more of those are coming to Florida because it's yeah. we're such sunshine we're so out, city yeah we're so outdoorsy mm-hmm. that yeah. it makes sense it's crazy now I think about it, I'm like it's crazy we didn't have that before because it's so hot here right yeah. so yeah it's, it's nice to have a big open space with air conditioning and then you know it's a food hall so you yeah. go to Atlanta there's tons of food halls up there yeah. you know and other cities in DC so yeah, yeah. it's nice that we're, we have them now and so if you are traveling and you're traveling to Tampa because a lot of people are traveling to Tampa you should definitely check you out just don't travel words. to Tampa that'd be okay with me too <laughs> we're, gonna get on, we're gonna get into all that but yeah so it's definitely a dope spot to check out um is there a place that you're also a travel influencer because we can say that as well um so so as someone who has influence in the traveling community where was your favorite place to travel to so far not in 2020 but just in general that's hard that's hard because you know the way i like to travel is I want to know what the locals are doing. So I don't. Yeah. So I've been places where, you know, I've gone on a girl's trip and, you know, we did the resorts, which resorts are fine when you're in a They group. don't do it for me. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, I don't like group, resorts. Yeah. But I'm the bad person that, you know, if nobody wants to go, I'll jump up in a cab and leave and I'll go into the city because I want to see what the locals Absolutely. are doing. Absolutely. That's how so I am too. I get in trouble. I get in trouble because I've been everywhere. Where you been? You could have been kidnapped and, you know, like whatever, you know, just let me do what my thing. But... It's it's hard to say my favorite because every place has you know special heart again yeah. with the spirit of aloha like I'm always trying to figure out the culture yeah you know wherever I go but it was one that you can rank you say what it was one of my great a fun trip that you went on 
Uh, well, the last trip, uh, I went to, so March 1st, I just got back from Costa Rica and I did a road trip. And unfortunately, um, you know, I booked my trips last minute. So, mm. um, the girl that wanted to go, she, she was like, yeah, let's, let's just go and, you know, let's go to San Jose. I'm like, yeah, we're going to, if we go to Costa Rica for, you know, almost two weeks, we're going to travel everywhere. You know, I don't want wow, to you're there for two weeks. Place. Wow. Yeah. And so. I love you Costa know, Rica. I rented a car, found out that all the cars were gone, all, all the automatics were gone. So I had to drive a, a manual. manual. Oh my God. You know drive yeah, that stick. I know how to drive a stick, you hey. know, so, but she didn't. So I had mm. to drive the whole time, but it brought me back, you know, driving a stick and, and there was no power steering. So oh, like, yeah. I, you know, at the time I had some muscle. So I was like, okay, this, this ain't bad. But Traveling out there is a little scary. Driving out there is a little scary, though. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm like I travel a lot, but I don't I don't get my ass in front of, in the driver's seat in many places because the local customs are so, so different. different. It, is, it is it is different. Um, but I but that's the thing. When I was in Europe, we rented a car and we traveled through Europe, and that's how I really got in with like locals you know and figuring out you know because i got lost i mean and yeah. it's all about getting lost oh see so, i love europe for their trains i would just jump on a train and i didn't become best friends train. with people like on those trains yeah and found i found out so many cool places to go that mm. night because like you're on the train it's just mm. a bunch of y'all and you got a backpack i got a backpack mm. oh, okay what's up <laughs> yeah i don't i've not read road to many trains but like i drove in st even in st thomas mm -hmm. was crazy because st thomas you know they they drive on the opposite side of the road. Mm -hmm. Right. And I haven't so done that yet. That's scary. That was definitely that. different. That would just be so, yeah. I, I feel so abnormal to me. I don't uh, know. I had to get used to it. I, I liked it. I don't even almost, I almost only died twice. It was okay. <laughs> you know, that's not that, that that's, bad. That's the fun of it. But no, yeah. in Costa Rica, I, I did learn to surf. I grew up in Hawaii. But, but I you didn't learn to, I used to boogie board. You know, I just, you know, I, I was a kid. But, um, but no, I, learned, I finally learned to surf when I was in uh, Costa Rica and, uh, we I did a Tarzan swing and uh, you know so it was it was a good time so that maybe that's the most memorable just because that's the last time I really traveled and yeah. ever since COVID I'm just look I'm a germaphobe so so when do you guys think oh maybe we'll talk about the action when yeah. we get into our yeah. mid-step uh, <laughs> yeah, we're almost there we're almost there. my last trip was in, was to San Jose too and I oh, love Costa okay. Rica I love Costa Rica yeah um, it's, it's nice I, I didn't stay in San Jose too long. I flew in, stayed one, a day. Did, I, I checked out the downtown area, and then the next day we went to um, La Fortuna to, to mm. look at the waterfalls. And yeah, it was yeah. that's what I just I'm, I miss waterfalls. Oh, yeah. I miss just like the wander. I have such a wander spirit yeah. that you know. Same. So Same. last question I have, and we're moving to the main tip. What is it? What is it about traveling that talks to your soul? It's it's really the culture. Just learning other people's culture. It, it's it's. Um, and you know what? I, I grew up military, so I'm used yeah. to moving and I lived, I've been here since 2004. And if it weren't for my husband saying, no, we're not moving, I would have moved already just because mm. I'm not used to staying in one place. I, yeah. I get that You're itch. You're a nomad. Right. So I get that itch. So I, I just, you know, I want to get up and travel all the time. So, and that's the way I, I stay sane is by traveling. So right now I'm, I'm, you know, I'm shaking a little bit because okay. I haven't yeah. gone anywhere. So. Yeah. She's got the little, little yeah. pitch, little pitch. <laughs> well, we're yeah. definitely excited to have you on for the rest of the show, for sure. Um, really quick, what's your handles for people to reach out to you and follow you and all that good stuff? It's at Aloha Milani, and it's Aloha, A-L-O-H-A, and Milani is spelled M-E-L-A-N-I. Um, that's at Aloha Milani for Twitter, for Instagram, and then it's AlohaMilani.com as well. 
So. All right. Y'all ready, sippers? Let's get to the main sip. Here we go. Hey, sippers, do you know what time it is? Time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah. Time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup. Get your. Get your. Get your. Get your. Get your. Ah. Yes. 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 Yeah. All right, we have Mr. DJ Silky Smooth on the morning. <laughs> like, I can't. Even with you in the mixer hate. on this freaking song. You're lucky I don't have no like a little, little thing over here. I, I already know. It. I already know that if there was any kind of oh, way man. for you to do like a little thing, are you a DJ? No, but no, I love he music. Clearly I, wants I, to be. Yes, he clearly I, wants to be. I, I had a roommate that was a DJ, so I believe that I was too. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah, but, but no, that was back in the day when it was two turntables and a microphone. Two turntables and a microphone. Yeah, and phone. I don't get into my turn to CDs, so yeah, I don't know yeah. how to do that. <laughs> all right, guys, we are getting into our main sip, and we are talking all things travel, especially travel in traveling. this Rona. So can I start it off with this? Absolutely. So the International Air Transport Association, IATA, released new research saying the risk of contracting the virus on a plane appears to be in the same category as being struck by lightning. They backed this because of a study done by the Department of Defense in partnership with United Airlines. They say the risk of COVID-19 exposure on board this aircraft is virtually non-existent after the study found that when masks are worn, they are only at 0.003% chance particles from a passenger could enter the passenger's breathing space. So with that being said, basically saying flying is the safest public indoor space you can be in. Why do y'all think so many people are afraid to travel still given this information because it's stupid (laughs) through your eyeballs because what the the the, the fallacy that they're building that on is that everybody is going to be wearing their mask throughout the entire you know experience well you have to on airlines though right you have to have them on your face but people prop Mm -hmm. them under their nose people put them on their chin Like, Mm -hmm. you know, when you see the people who are getting kicked out of these airplanes, they're the ones who refuse to put one on altogether. Mm. But when I look around to the people around them, I see plenty of them with their mask with down below their nose. Yeah. And so that's great that, yes, you know, traveling on an airplane is 110 percent safe if everyone wears the mask correctly. Unfortunately, we know for the United for some reason for the United States, masks has become politicized. Right. Well, we know why. Right. Well, we know why. Yeah, we know and why. And so, you know, the, I don't believe everyone's going to be wearing their mask the whole time. So now that whole, and now we're listening to recycled air mm-hmm. in a confined space with people who are right on top of each other because the, the seating restrictions mm-hmm. have gone off of planes now. Before there mm-hmm. was... Some of them, but not Delta mm. and not Southwest. Well, no, no, Delta's been been holding toting true, but Sprint apparently, I mean, they're Spirit and American have stopped Spirit. doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just flew recently to where did I fly to? I flew somewhere to Atlanta, okay, and I flew on Delta, mm-hmm. and they were still. I mean, it was an amazing experience. They, when you walk onto the air, the plane, they give you uh, wipes for okay. your seat. 
and yeah. everything. They give you um, something they should have always been doing, right? Like, yeah. I spend my money on these Clorox wipes. All, okay. All, yeah, all the flight attendants feel you. All okay, the flight attendants had masks on. Mm-hmm. Um, they still weren't selling the middle row seat. Okay. At all, mm-hmm. and so I and everyone on there had their mask on, from I could tell, right. obviously. Mm-hmm. But you know, I felt. Like they were doing the best that they could Absolutely. to make sure that we, they're not putting people at risk given the situation. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, I, I still think about my eyeballs and, and the fact that people are going to wear it as a chin, chin strap, their mm-hmm. mask. And I just feel like, you know, the one, and as soon as somebody coughs, you know, I'm. I'm, right. I'm on alert already. So the one cough and that's it. You know, so. Yeah. I think it's insane. I think it's insane because everybody's just in these completely different brackets mm-hmm. when it comes to COVID. Mm-hmm. Because I finally started going back to the gym. I was like, okay, I'm sis is getting, I, I you know, I'm can't. slim. Th- I'm supposed to be slim thick. I'm getting closer to the thick than the slim. So I was like, let me take my butt back to the gym. But as I walked in, literally zero people had masks on. Yeah, when I, I tell I you zero, I mean like literally. No one. I went to the first gym I went to. It's called Apex, which is my favorite gym. It's in Sanford, Orlando. And I walked in and nobody had mask on. And I just so I just walked completely back out. I walked in, looked around and walked out. And then I went to the L.A. Fitness that was closer to me, actually. And it was a wholly, completely different environment. Everybody had mask on for the most part. They had a bunch of bottles so you could have your own sanitizer bottle as you walked around instead mm. of having to share the sanitizer bottles. Mm. And it's just a much more felt safer. You know what I mean? But I'm just like, it's crazy to me because the Apex gym was full. Mm. Yeah, you know what? With all that heavy breathing, and then, you know, and then going back to the planes, people aren't wearing N95 masks. So Which is true. Right. If you think about it, you know, the face covering, they, they just say face covering. The mask that we are wearing really, really isn't, you know, stopping COVID from coming out. It's just, it's helping you a little bit. So in a confined space, I just don't feel like we're safe. I just don't, I just don't feel it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I'm torn on it because I do. I mean, you want regular life back, you, right? Yeah. I think we all want our yeah, regular, yeah. regular so, life back. I get it. You know, um, I'm not really a, a germaphobe mm-hmm. but I, what i will say is that i am not doing most of the things that i used to do mm-hmm. right i'm not really going to big mm-hmm. events i'm not going to confine uh spaces mm-hmm. outside anywhere i try to stay outside when i go to do things i wear right. my mask when i go into yeah into grocery stores or whatever you know and, right. and honestly i truly feel like that covid19 is going to be around for a very long time. I'm starting to think that. And so, it, so for me, I'm like, I have to get back to some form, whatever the new norm is going to be. Mm-hmm. And I know personally that me not traveling is not an option, right? And so I'm like, so, so for me, the risk is worth the reward for my sanity, mm-hmm. for my health, mental health. Mm-hmm. And so... I, when I travel, I just I try to be as cautious as I can. I wipe down what I can mm-hmm. from the moment I get into an Uber to the moment I like I wear you basically wear your mask for four hours, right. depending on where you where you're going. Yeah. And so I don't think yes, it's a risk. 
But for me, I'm I am ready. Like I'm ready to just to do short travel. I'm not right. doing international travel, mm-hmm. um, but it's domestically. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And I, that's one thing that I've just definitely noted, like, is road trips. I mean, they were one of my favorite things as a child, literally growing up. I remember my parents would, every year for the summer, we'd all get into my dad van and we would drive down from New York to Florida. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, places in South Carolina we'd stopped at. We'd yeah. stop at the south of the border. We'd stop at in Georgia. Like, we would stop throughout. And I just had the best time ever. And I got to pretty much see the whole east side of Florida, I mean, of the United, of the United States, States yeah. because of this road trip. And I thought it was, like, when I was a kid, I thought it was the best thing ever. So I'm like, you know, maybe it's not a bad idea that we're getting back to to road trips I, but I do feel y'all though I, it's just for me I have a family it's you know if, if yeah. I were single yeah. I probably would have already gone overseas yeah. I'm not gonna lie but because I have a family and it's like I could come home and infect them absolutely it's, like, it's definitely know. so this is the problem yeah. with um, travel it's the risk right you're talking right. about risk and reward which is what mm-hmm. Jay said and you you don't want to be like so you look at those things like in history where, like somebody did this stupid thing you're like it's easy in hindsight to be looking at somebody like that mm-hmm. was a really dumb idea. Mm-hmm. And so in this COVID, you know, world, I'm always like, am I going to be like one of those? That was a really dumb idea. People, you know what I mean? Like, Hey, she decided to go, you know, it's, it's a black plague right now. And she decided to go on a, a mm-hmm. trip, you know, and be in a confined space. Yeah. Was that really a genius thing for her to do? You know, of course she died. It, it depends you on know the situation. I, mean? I think, you know, cause me, I, I feel like my immune system's pretty good. You yeah, know, I, I exactly. feel like I, I'm, pr- if I do get, sick i'm probably walking around infecting people or whatever you know so, mm. yeah but for me it's more about everybody else, everyone else you know? yeah no yeah. for sure yeah. yeah but and i don't think that you always know necessarily if you are going to be a good carrier of it or not mm-hmm. right so i don't make the assumption like i think that i'm in pretty good health but i don't mm-hmm. make the assumption that i'm going to be fine right. because we don't know that to be true right but more so is even if I did if I did get it and I was asymptomatic, we don't know what the repercussions of COVID. It could be different for everyone. Different right. for everyone is, for sure. And you know we don't we don't really know how things interact until we've seen five years, ten years, fifteen years down the road what it does to your body. And so, but I'm with you because I feel like you know, even if a vaccine came out the end of this year or next year, I'm not taking it. Yeah, and so this is it. a way of life from now on. I'll take it. Yeah. And and I really I really do think think that it comes down to how big of a risk that you want to take. Because mm-hmm. honestly, we're all take if you step outside your house, Absolutely. you are taking a risk, right? And True, so right. whether it's going to the gas station, where it's True. going to the grocery store, whatever, unless you ordering everything online, you're mm-hmm. staying inside, you are taking a risk. Right. And so it just comes down to how big of a risk do you want to take? And so a lot of people are traveling mm-hmm. and taking that risk. Look, I've been risky around town. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I have the other influencers. We, we claim that we're not doing a whole lot. But then again, I don't know what they're doing. Exactly. You know so, yeah. you know, I, I've been taking some risks. So. But I but I have taken two COVID tests already just to go visit Just to make sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. My parents are in their 60s. Yeah. So like, you know, I'm not going to get them sick. I'm, I can't live with that. But the other thing, when you talked about the, the repercussions of COVID, even if, you know, Losing your taste buds or your sense of smell, Ooh, oh, I'll man. just lay down and die because yeah, I'm not hungry. I, I yeah. can't. I, I got to taste my food. So, um, <laughs> Southwest is South. So everyone knows that the airlines are kind of struggling, right? Everybody's struggling. Mm-hmm. Everyone's struggling. So airlines have been furloughing a lot of people. However, Southwest is expanding in Chicago and Houston when most airlines are, like I said, furloughing people. 
Southwest is banking on a rebound. They're moving into places that they previously couldn't because other airlines were there. Mm -hmm. So now they're moving in. Do y'all think the airline industry will bounce back? Why or why not? Southwest is not, they're going to bounce back. I mean, they're fine because they, they are, this is what you do. You take advantage of what is going on at the moment. And yeah. Yeah. I think they're, they're going to make it. Now, if American falls down, I, I understand why. Just, just saying. I don't think I, I would ever fly American right now again where they are doing things. I will never. What are they doing? What did I miss I mean, American? I mean, they're just, they are selling every seat. <gasps> every seat know. they're selling, every no, seat. They, they don't give a damn about yeah. you either. I, I went to the DR and um, you have to, you pretty much have to take American if you're coming from Tampa. You have to go to, into Miami, fly to the Dominican Republic, and then go back to Miami and come back. And mm -hmm. because they didn't have enough people on the plane, it started sprinkling outside and they they canceled my flight from Miami to Tampa. Mm. So I had to get a rental car and drive to Tampa. Wow. Oh and they did not give me any money back. They, they just said, mm -hmm. oh, uh, you know, force, the, what is it, force my hair? Is that mm -hmm. it, force know? majeure. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay, so it rained and nah. Yeah, but then you can't, if you cancel, you got to give me my money. Run me they my did, money. Uh -uh. They, be, because I guess I could have weather related, waited, yeah. I could have waited days or so and, and flew. It's like, come on, I got a job. I had, I had things mm -hmm. to do. So it's... Never again with American. I, I will fly all the. I will take JetBlue and fly all the way up to New York. Yeah. And then go to the <laughs> yeah. before I will go take on American. Yeah, no, won't do it again. So. It'll be interesting to see. The thing about it is, and what I've been cautioning everyone, and what I've been talking to one of my friends who is an economist, is that you know, right now we're technically in a recession, mm -hmm. but uh, there's a lot of things have been forestalled, like so evictions and foreclosures, all that kind of stuff has been forestalled. And so yeah. we're kind of on the vert, like right now we don't have an accurate representation of what our economic uh, situation is because we have a lot of executive orders in place. We have a lot of things that are currently on hold because of COVID, there's mm -hmm. safeties in place, but at some point those things are gonna get pulled. Right. right. So people who've been living in their house for the last six months and haven't been paying, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's at some point that's going to tumble down. Yeah. Right. And our economy hasn't hit, hasn't felt the hit yet. Like right now, our economy isn't doing well, it's, but I don't feel like our economy fully has gotten the full blown like punch of covid quite yet. And so who knows if what Southwest doing is smart or not. Mm. Yeah, we don't know. They're banking on a rebound. It might not be a rebound. The thing, about, the thing about airplanes is travel for most people is discretionary, right? And so yeah. if you're having issues getting to your staples, you know, mm -hmm. your food, your housing, you know, the basic necessities, then you're not going to have a lot of people who have discretionary income to travel, you know? But I, I look at a lot of travelers now are millennials who are mm -hmm. living at home with their parents. Mm -hmm. And so they mm -hmm. have, you know, they... But they what happens have, when yeah. their parents have been foreclosed that's out? True. If Unless their parents have paid their, you know... I know. Yeah. Mortgages, that's, you but know, but that's what I'm saying. We don't know what the hit is yet. Right. And yeah. so that's... I think Southwest is doing a huge gamble. If they're right, It, it though, is taking a huge gamble. If, if they're, they're right, right, they're gonna... Like, they have set themselves up. Because Southwest was never on par with, like, Delta. They were never on par with American. Mm -hmm. But if they set themselves up right, they could be... I know a lot of people that love flying Southwest. I, I love Southwest. And people. I do, I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm a customer service person. And they have the best customer they service. They do. They, they do really... Do. They really do have good customer so. service. And I like that their fees are just so there. It is what it is. It's like, it's yeah. in your face. They don't try to hide it. It's there. Now I've never flown Spirit, but I, I like Spirit. Believe I, it or not, mm, I've never I, had an issue with them. I hated I Spirit. I booked a Spirit flight 
like in March mm-hmm. and then decided not to go. So I still have that that voucher out there. But after I booked the flight, I, I was like, what the hell? I, I could have just booked Southwest. It's, it's so yeah. much fees. Yeah, like, I hate that you book it and then now you have to like, you have to pay for if just you, to, to check pay, a bag. If you have. That's you got to pay for a carry-on. Yeah. No, you get one bag. You get one bag. But. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not your experience. No, you have to pay for the first carry-on. Nope. Look, for mine, you have look, to pay for the bag. Let me tell you. See, I, don't, I don't do just a carry-on. Y'all. Yeah, but see, that's, that's why. See. That's yeah. why. You just do one carry-on. But it depends on if you. If you're doing a weekend getaway, Spirit is amazing. I would never fly Spirit for long flights. Mm-hmm. No, because the seats aren't that comfortable. Right, okay. But if I'm flying Spirit to Virginia or something, whatever. Like I flew Spirit mm-hmm. to uh, to Costa Rica, mm-hmm. and it was fine. Really? But yeah, you just got to pay. If you don't mind, if you want to pay for extra seats, extra leg room, it's a no-frills airline, mm-hmm. right? Okay. But you, that's what you pay for. No snacks. Well, snacks yeah. is gone, right? Well, Delta gives you a little baggie with sna- uh, some crackers in it and bottle of water. Oh, nice. You know? Delta just be doing the best. I think they're trying. I think that's all you can do. And so how many people do you think have traveled in 2020? How many people do you think have traveled? Get, throw out a number. The numbers just came out so far. You mean in the U.S.? Or? My, What's the, the normal world? number? Do we know what the normal number yeah, is? I'm not telling you. Just guess. We need a baseline. No, yeah, we need a, we need no a I'm not giving you a baseline. <laughs> Let the bass drop. <laughs> That's the baseline. Okay. In, tw- in 2020, the whole 2020. In 2020, yes. I just have like no way to gauge that. Yeah, I, I mean, mean literally without a baseline, okay, I have no way to gauge I would say it's probably like a 30% drop from what was normal. Yeah. So in 2019, mm-hmm. 925 million people flew. Okay. Okay. 925 I, in 2019. So I would say like half a million. Half a million. Mm-hmm. Milani, what do you say? Um, I'm gonna so 925. I'm gonna say probably about four, four, four something. So the numbers have come out so four far. Are y'all ready? Okay. 1.2 billion people. So more. Have traveled. And oh, more people are going home. Like more people are going towards, are going. So that's the question. Why do you think the numbers oh, are going true. up? That's interesting. Because of the cost but, of the but, seats. I'm telling you. I, exactly. I, I saw some stuff and I was exactly. like, you know, okay, I got to visit my parents. So that I just didn't do it. But those seats are so low right now. I mean, I keep getting the $49 fare from Southwest. Ding. And I'm like. 1.2 billion people have traveled since 2020, and there has only been 44 cases of COVID-19. Mm. I personally 44? think 44. They don't know that. I mean, that's based. Yeah. I can only go based right. on what the, the numbers they put out there, right? right. Confirm cases, what uh-huh. we can go by. Okay. But okay. I think that the more people are traveling because, one, the flights are super cheap, mm-hmm. and people who have never really been able to travel before are traveling, are traveling more. Millennial, just Generation right. Z. Like yeah. some of these flights, like I said, I, I just booked my flight to Columbia for February. What? Round trip ticket was two hundred and forty five dollars. Crazy. You know what I mean? And so it's, it's more opportunity for people who normally some more flights normally five hundred dollars and up. Yeah. You know, and so I think it's that. I think it's to your point, people are going going home. Mm-hmm. So I mean yeah, when what people else? are relocating, they're talking about dead cities. They talk about like New York is considered a, is con- being considered a dead city because there's a huge exodus of people moving out. Yeah. And so with a lot of people moving right, that's true. They're all coming down here. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'll tell you this, if 
Biden doesn't win. I'm trying to convince my husband that next year we go ahead and my, my four year plan is to move overseas internationally. No, nomad. Yeah. But I'm thinking about, you know, getting a teaching certificate or some mess and, and teaching at an international school. Cause I, yeah, I, I'm I going to do another four years. I'm scared because if he wins, mm-hmm. I just like the, the second term for presidents are just like, that's literally when, oh, that's when, they that's when Barack got super black. Y'all remember this? Like, <laughs> you know, he was like a little, yeah. not gentrified, but definitely mm-hmm. like playing it, you know, being proper the right. whole time. Mm-hmm. He, he done, he unbuttoned the two buttons his last <laughs> term, yeah. right? Rushing you know what I mean? Yeah. A exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, and so that's, but that's normal. That's mm-hmm. what every president does is their second term there more because they'd have nothing yeah. to lose. I can't imagine like Trump with nothing to lose. The only thing that would help against another term of Trump being in office is the fact that it is predicted that Democrats will end up taking over the House and Senate. We already had control of the, mm-hmm. of the House. Right. We, meaning I'm a Democratic voter, mm-hmm. and that they only need like maybe five or six seats to take in the Senate to and control that's the, if we the Senate. Vote, vote the down ballot, everyone. So yeah. yeah. So where where were y'all planning to travel this year that ended up getting canceled due to the pandemic? My birthday, we were going to New Orleans. Oh yeah, I remember, do remember that. that. Yeah. It was, so my birthday's April, so March. What everything happened in March with the mm-hmm. whole COVID, like everything shutting down, and so everything shut down. Everyone like we had a was going to be a road trip with like a bunch of my friends. It was mm-hmm. like it almost was like ten of us, I think. I hate road trips, by the way. I know. But I was, actually, was, I, actually, was I was down. No, actually, I wasn't going to road trip. I was going to fly. fly. I was, gonna, I was like, fuck that. We had two people flying in. I can't do That's road trips. I, I, I can't. Oh, my God. It's so much uh, fun. He's going to do it. He'll book a flight at the Which is crazy because you love music. So, it's like, to me, I it's just such music. a music jam sesh, like, with your friends. I think you know it. I, mean? I think it just depends on who you go with. Yeah. So, I will be open to doing a road trip again. Yeah. But it would have to be, like, with my girlfriend or my friends. I did it with my, like. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to You can only do it. It's only fun with obviously with people you have fun yeah. with, right? Yeah. Like, it's the. My, my one of my favorite hurting, time is my best sense. friend. Like, we had the best time on a road trip and we were just dancing and talking. And, like, right. and before you knew it, we were there. We're like, what? You know, it's the best. But, um,. Yeah, you said New Orleans. Thank you. <laughs> bring, it, like, bring it back around. Bring it back around. Aloha, sis. <laughs> New no, Orleans. because I, I miss my New Orleans. I go to New Orleans every year just to eat. Mm. That's what I, Okay, so I've mm. never been, and I wanted to I've go literally yeah, just, just, just to eat. eat. I was I there for the food. Now, this year, I actually was going for a purpose. They have um, a travel uh, conference, so I, mm. I actually booked. It was a real, real deal thing for me to be there. But yeah, I go every year to eat. I didn't go this year. Mm. I was supposed to go to Ad- Audacity Fest in New York, which mm. is a black uh, travel conference. Mm. Right, I didn't get to go to that. But then overseas, June, I was supposed to go to the UK because when I was in Europe, I didn't get over to that side. I, I just did too much. Yeah. So I didn't get to London. So I wanted to go there, and I was going to do the train the whole time because I wasn't going to. Oh my god, the train is so train. much fun. What do they call it? Yeah. They call it the tube. They don't call it the train, do they? Yeah, they, oh, they, they do that. Yeah, they have the trains. Yeah, oh. Euro, Euro rail. Yeah. Oh, okay. Different. Yeah. yeah. The trains are just 
They like, do say rail a lot. I think. They do say rail, yeah. but I mean, it's so much fun and it's so much easier. Now I did, I did, you know, some of the train um, in Belgium you mm-hmm. know, because I flew to Greece while I was there. So, you know, we took a little train, you know, for a minute, but we drove everywhere we were going, would find a place to park and then we would walk. Or mm. take cabs or, or, Uber, or Ubers, I should say. Yeah. 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 So we kind of just transported. Kind of did a little way. bit of both. Yeah. So I was on. Um, what about you? So obviously I got to travel in 2020 because my birthday's in February. Mm-hmm. And so I was, even though I believe. Score for you. Yeah. Score. Score. <laughs> even though, so even though I believe that COVID was already here. It was, but we hadn't I, shut down. We yet. hadn't shut down. Right. We wasn't even really aware of it. Mm-hmm. I got to Costa Rica. And so, but I was also planning, I was scheduled to go to. Uh, St. Thomas again mm-hmm. that got shut down mm-hmm. so then I was trying to plan to go to Puerto Rico mm-hmm. and 4th of July that got shut down and so after that got shut down I pretty much gave up trying to travel outside of the United States I said you know what I got two vouchers now yeah. I don't want to just keep wasting my, my money for all these trips um, but I did so I did get to Atlanta I went hiking up in Georgia See, um, I missed my Atlanta trip too there was a birthday I was supposed to go to did you yeah. go hiking where? Uh, Helene, Georgia, or Helen, Georgia. My it's, brother wanted us to go there, and I was like, I don't, I don't think. It's I'm so ready. beautiful. It was Not so beautiful. Ready. It was yeah. nice, but uh, you know, I hate Atlanta Airport. I think Atlanta Airport is it's trash. Bad. It's yeah. just so. Poorly designed. I mean, it's not as bad as like New York, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So, uh, but as a question. Yeah. So I was thinking, right? We when that happened, initially around your birthday, the February time, mm-hmm. March around my birthday, April. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember those casino, those cruise ships? Oh man, they would suck out there. That literally could not port. Yeah. Nobody they wanted to let them in. I wonder how many people lost their jobs because they yeah. were stuck out there on those cruise ships. Or how many people died? Like those died. those oh, yeah. those cruise ships were like death ships. Right. Yeah. It was like ridiculous amounts of people who were passing away. But not only cruise ships, there were also a lot of so I was watching a documentary about a festival that was happening, I believe, in Mexico. Um and you know, it's one of those, you know, yoga, oh, music, like type of yeah, yeah okay. like take, you remove yourself from everything mm-hmm. kind of way. And so they obviously found out kind of about COVID and first it was like a high alert. But then by the time they realized like things were getting shut down, they were stuck. Yeah. Because they were in like in a remote area. They were, you know, obviously it was the whole thing was to be, you know, disconnected. Mm-hmm. And so the, the resort people started leaving. And so they had half of the resort staff mm-hmm. and not half. And then the government was trying to work with them. And like they were getting their own embassies and together. People were stuck there for months mm-hmm. at this resort that yeah. really was, should have been like it was supposed to be like, a you know, one of those one week, two week uh-huh. kind of stays. And it's probably fun at first. Yeah. You're like, oh, <laughs> shit, I'm here. You know what? I kind of would have liked that, but then again, you know. You but then you just can't get home. Life. You know? You yeah. can't get home. It had to be a very scary situation. Well, it was funny because you got to watch them. And so you mm. watch the first, and you know, when they first finally hear about it, people are kind of like freaked out a little bit. But they're like, all right, well, we're just going to enjoy the we're suns and figure it out. Yeah. Right, we're in paradise. Mm-hmm. But then, like, as people couldn't leave. Mm-hmm. And like more people, were like people would go to the airport and get turned away. Yeah. And when more and more the flights could, got canceled, when all the flights got canceled, that's when you could see them literally starting to like panic. panic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
pure panic on their face. Yeah, I wouldn't want to have been in that situation at all. And so my concern right now, maybe it's not a real um, concern still, but I I still remember seeing that documentary. Remember seeing those people, you know, with the cruise ships who were stuck for months. And I'm, so my concern is like, if I travel somewhere, especially mm-hmm. out of seas, yeah, uh, I'm scared I might get stuck. Because who knows? Like, I feel like 2020, anything can happen. And the numbers are going up. They right. are going the back. States. They are going and back up. Shutting down, you know, and internationally. Uh, Italy just talked about shutting down. Um, UK is right. horrible right now. So yeah. Yeah, I, you're right. It's Could a possibility getting of getting stuck? getting stuck, which is why I've said I've only tried, even though I uh, was trying to fly to like St. Thomas, Puerto Rico, it's still U.S. territory. Mm-hmm. Right. That way, if something Close. happens, I can still get mm-hmm. back home. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's a real concern to travel outside of the United States and getting stuck over there. So you definitely have to have that in back of your mind and be ready or have the funds mm-hmm. To be able to fly at a on the dot mm-hmm. when you get word that hey, because they gotta they got they gotta give you warning. They can't just say oh we shut down. They say hey we shutting down in a they day. Did a couple that, days. Though. They did that at that festival. Did they? It was they, uh, they literally had them at the airport and the airport was like no we canceled all flights. You know you know mm. they're trying to shut down Mexico anyway. Well, I think it's interesting because a lot of the yeah. Mexicans can't actually have come over to fight the fires in California. Yeah. And this is not a political segment. We're talking about travel and fun, so I don't want to get into it because we can because it's so annoying. You know, Trump is not um, giving federal help to California right now, even though they're literally like... Burning I think he, I, burning. I, think, I think they mm-hmm. finally changed their mind on that. They said no at first, yeah, okay. which is stupid. Yeah, like what? he said no because California votes against him. Right. Uh, literally, so it's, literally because of that. You do not and he, need if you're not a Republican. And he yeah. intimate he intimated something to the fact like, mm-hmm. do you if you don't want my help if you don't like me then you don't need my help kind of. And that's not the role of the president. Right. That's Hello. not how it should be. But they had a bunch of Mexican um, firefighters mm. actually, like, come over. Could you imagine how gracious Mexico is? Like, we talk about them like, we don't want, to, we're going to create a huge wall and have, kick you out and don't want you. And, and here they are, like, China, trying to help Donald, us. Donald Trump talks shit about China to this day. He, he calls it the China virus. Mm-hmm. When it happened, China actually sent, oh, we were all out of all these masks, mm-hmm. all these supplies. China yeah. actually sent surplus of stuff other countries have been gracious yep. it's, 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 which is why they're doing better i'm telling you that karma oh child. Mm. child so, so why do you guys top. think that you're going to really travel again that's like, gonna be, that's across, over the too. sea across seas like when do you think that your boots are gonna touch foreign february land? for sure for me i have to say i already booked the airbnb i didn't book the the flight and so barring uh, Colombia shutting down. Mm. Um, you're crazy. Not. Of all places to go, you're going to go to Colombia? Like, that's yeah. the last place I want to get shut down at. I'm going. Colombia's on my, like, that's a, It's beautiful, going. but yeah, it's I'm going. so dangerous. And I have so many friends who are from Colombia, and they're like, you can go if you go with me. <laughs> like, literally. No, uh, what I've heard is that, well, no, that it's changed a lot. Cartagena? Cartagena or Jane, yeah. I heard Medine in that area is also very tourist friendly. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, that people still have this perception of Pablo Escobar and mm-hmm. 
the drug cartel is out there and you're probably like any yeah, country I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about right. like people who aren't living there I'm talking about people who like just moved like two years from now they go there regularly yeah. and have told me that it's dangerous there so just go yeah, just go yeah, knowing yeah. it's dangerous you know if I go extra going though man they got that little black city too like, Ooh, ooh, yes. I'm going to the wall city yes, yeah probably stay inside the yeah. wall city I think it'll be fine it'll be beautiful yeah. so I, I'm definitely that's, that is my goal so let's bar some getting shut down that's where I nice I'm going to be I'm doing I'm not gonna lie I, I, I postponed my June trip to Europe and I, I kind of want to go back to I want to go to the UK next June Let, let's see if it happens but I'm looking at Barbados they don't have mm. any cases um, as long as they'll let a Floridian in yeah you know I may you know I may travel I bet Bar- is Barbados is beautiful I've never yeah, been to close. Barbados yeah. yeah what about you I don't know so my birthday I've been doing the seven world wonders for my birthday and so obviously this year has been the first year I really missed it. Um, and so I wanted to pick back up and do Petra and Jordan. Mm. But I mean, I just, I don't know. So I think I, I have I have no clue. I have no concept. Like I really want to do a push for my birthday, which is April. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's, it's October close. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and things are closing down right now. Like literally, there are countries that are closing borders right now. So it's, I, I mean, I'm just I, all I over think the place. The election is gonna play a big part. I, mean, I agree. Yeah. I agree. So I don't know if I have enough time. But the good thing is that prices are so low that mm-hmm. you don't need much time. So I'm, I'm saving. I've got my money stashed. But I think it's it'll be one of those like, I'm booking the flight in April. Yeah. For April 10th. You know. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see, man. Traveling during the pandemic has been very interesting. Sippers, we'd love to hear your thoughts about traveling, whether you're traveling, whether you're not going to travel, your concerns about traveling, everything we talked about more. Um, I know, like As I said, there are a lot of people already traveling. One point, how many people did I say? 1.2 1. 1. billion people you know what? Are, have already traveled. That suit, you know. That's, just That's right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, Andy so. Campbell. That is crazy to me <laughs> that is crazy i'm ready to travel again but I'm i mean I just, it's just amazing that it's gone up so much since the cheap, the cheap seats that's amazing i know you know what it is too when you can't do something you really want to do it yeah facts but i also yeah. like people were mad at people who are who are taking travel shaming travel shaming mm-hmm. yeah. but i also was like listen if you have been in a place where you haven't had a lot of money you know you mm-hmm. haven't had necessarily discretionary funds mm-hmm. to be able to to travel right. and now you can get a hundred dollar flight out of the out of country mm-hmm. this might be your only opportunity to have to do that for a really long time <laughs> my ticket to Atlanta was $95 oh around trip like and again if I were single uh, I'd probably be traveling yeah. all over the place I'm not gonna lie and traveling to your point earlier when we were interviewing you it's all about you just the culture you learn culture. so much about culture and it hope it opens your eyes it makes you realize that your world is not the center of everything it's, it shows you a how different people are but mm-hmm. b it also shows you how same like we are yeah. so oh, for sure the We're same all human beings. and so going back to the beginning so after that european trip my mindset had it was completely changed so yeah. i went right back to you know what i grew up with the spirit of aloha and that's how I'm going to be. You know, when I meet somebody, it's not going to be, okay, are you racist? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. however, now, 
with everything that's going on after after George Floyd. This is like it's like a trigger coming back. Yeah, Yeah. I need. Oh, I. I may be leaving next year, y'all. Yeah. I might be right there with you. So. <laughs> Scary. If, if Trump wins. So we'll see. we'll see. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and switch over to our own solicited advice. Well, let me give you a little advice. What? <laughs> All right, guys. Let's get into our unsolicited advice. This is where we give uh, pretty much what we say, unsolicited advice. So we They sl- haven't asked for our advice. We just going to give asked, our... They've asked the internet for it. And we are part of the internet. Oh, so we're going to give our advice like we, like we are some uh, counselors. I listen to a show and you were like, I got this off Facebook. I'm like, did they ask him on Facebook? Okay, now I get it. It's unsolicited, <laughs> but we finna give our two cents anyways. Okay. All right, this is coming from Harley Bollinger. He says, I'm currently in an argument with my fiance. She doesn't trust me talking to girls for reasons I have given her. I won't deny I've made some mistakes. That's really the main thing here. Mm. She wants me to just flat out not talk to any female at all, period. That's not realistic. Ignore them if they talk to me. Don't message them. Don't reply to comments on Facebook. Nothing. Nothing Mm. at all. I say if she doesn't want me talking to a girl, she should give me a reason to not talk to her. That specific girl, I mean. Because mm. when it comes to people, it should be on a case-by-case basis and not based on a person's characteristics like gender or race. Mm. Like, for example, what started this argument, if I'm talking to a friend who I've known for twice as long as I have my fiancé, who is an RN, that has a younger sister I graduated with, and has the same disease I do, which is diabetes, that's married, and we have a short conversation about my diabetes, that shouldn't be an issue. Mm. Here's the real question I have. Is she right in just flat out saying I shouldn't talk to another female because I'm in a relationship? I have never believed in that, and this has been a big deal, a big ideal difference between us since day one. Uh I don't think that she's right in trying to uh, block all the people that he's trying to talk to. I think that's very, uh, I think that's immature, but I also think it's uh, insecurity in her own part. However, he did create this monster based on his actions that he did. Now I'll be, I will be curious to know if she was insecure about him talking to women um, prior to his transgressions, you know, oh, but, but does but, it matter? Because at the end of the day, she proved he proved her right. Yeah, I mean, he he created it. He, he created literally it. says she doesn't trust me to the, trust me talking to girls for reasons I have given her. Yeah, he created it, and so mm-hmm. unfortunately, he's in a situation. He's in a bed where he made he made that bed yeah. based on his actions, and so he's he's going to have to figure out if the relationship is redeemable. Can it can it be salvaged at this point? Because that's not no one can live in that space. It's not possible to live in a space where you can't talk to other, other opposite sex ever. Period. Period. I say break up before it goes, gets any worse. I mean, that's you well. Know, well, my thing is remove social media. I mean, because what? Where else are you really having these huge communications? I'm sure if he's just remove social media altogether. <laughs> come on, L. You would do that. No, for him, if he <laughs> fucked up and wants his relationship, yeah. maybe he yeah. needs to remove social media for a bit, right? Yeah. Like, listen, when you're the one who messed up, it is on you to, to correct, fix it. To yeah. fix it. Absolutely. Right? And so if the other person's being what you, what, what most people would deem as unreasonable, mm. it's because you put them in a position to do that. You put them in a place to be that way, right? And so you have to decide how much you're willing to right your wrongs. And so part of that is getting her to a place of Comfortability and also getting her to a place of trust. And the the main issue isn't that you talking to females. The main issue is that she don't trust you. 
Yeah, she don't trust him. She don't trust you, and so you have to fig- figure out a way to reestablish that trust. But in how a long? Real way. How, but how long is how long, right? How long will he have to shut down these things in order to try in order to try to fix it? Because, because if you're not I, having I conversations having about it, conversations yeah, though. if you're not having the conversations to try to figure it out, there's no amount of shutting down that's going to fix it. Because really, she has an emotional trauma that was created based on your actions, and so until you deal with that and learn how to heal that. Even it sounds like even talking to women in person is the issue as well, or that just all social media based. It seems to me that this was social media based, um, but you know, yeah. who knows? He was inappropriate before. Right. She feels like he's going to be inappropriate again. So it's it, it is. Yeah, like, I, and I would love to see the context too of like how long it's been since his indiscretion. Like yeah. if it's been a month since he, you know, had his in last indiscretion. Maybe she's not wilding, right? Maybe she's just like, nigga, you've talked to three bitches already that I've caught you with. Simmer your ass down. Hoses. You can't talk to females right now, right? However, if it was a one-time instance and it was like two years ago Mm. and she's still harping on it, like Mm -hmm. clearly there's been no progress in that healing, that's yeah. a completely different scenario. He definitely had to figure out if it's a deal breaker for him or how how important the, the relationship is for him. Because yeah. I know personally for me, I couldn't live in that space, especially with someone who is a creator, who creates a brand, right. or, who works, has a brand, who builds a brand. Yeah. And it's imper- imperative that you interact right. with mm-hmm. different people and comment threads and whatnot. I couldn't shut down yeah. my you know, stuff. In this case, he has diabetes and the other person has diabetes. They have something yeah. in common to me. That's a way to get with someone because mm. sometimes that commonality, you feel like they get you better than your girl or whatever, True. vice versa. Listen, dance people, we say that we laugh this about this all the time. I do, I'm in like the dance community, mm-hmm. and so many people are in relationships with each other in the dance community, right. and they don't actually like like each other, don't really have anything else in common other than like you yes. just need one thing in common with someone. Need. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I would say, I would, yeah, yeah. relationships, same thing. You, you have that work in common, and sometimes that's how the work. Mm-hmm. We both hate that same supervisor because she mm-hmm. ain't shit. That's why I don't play around with that whole work husband, uh, wife, uh, wife, uh, work wife. Nah, fuck right. that. We okay. ain't, we ain't playing those games. You, okay, you, you got one person with the title husband. That's not. And that's gonna. That better be me. And that okay. better be. That, that can be fake, but nah. Mm-hmm. Facts. Yeah, but yeah, he needs to figure out if that's if he can handle dealing dealing with what she's requesting. Well, I, I think he needs to do a few things. I think he a needs to do an assess to see how long it's been since that last you know indiscretion, mm-hmm. but also what have you guys done to actually heal the trauma? It's not enough to just like a lot of times people cheat and then they stop talking about it as if that's somehow going to heal it and make it better. Like what have you actually done to heal the trauma between you? What have you actually done to repair the trust Mm -hmm. that you broke? What have you actually done to reconnect? Right? Because if you haven't done those things yet, then her being irrational or her acting crazy might, you know, it might not be a fair assessment Mm -hmm. because there hasn't been the healing there. Anything else for you? No, nope, nothing for me. All right, guys, let's get into the second one. All right. Okay. So. <clears throat> Why are you laugh like that? Though? This one was a good one, and it's just a post. Um, so do they're an internet couple, and they had this. They have a podcast. I can't remember the name of it right at the moment. 
And the guy asked a question and the question was, why do women who um, want monogamy, but then also don't want to make it seem like it's a chore, make it seem like it's a chore or don't want to have sex with their husbands. Right. So it's like if sex with your husband is a chore, it's something you're always too tired to do or you don't want to do it. Then why are you also demanding monogamy? Yeah, and that was it. Was a husband who broached this to his wife. Yeah, I saw, um, the, I saw the clip actually. I can't. I remember guys. Name. Yeah, they have a podcast. They do, and I thought it was an interesting question. Um, so I'm putting it out there. Why do you think? I, I also think that it's interesting that he said the woman is asking for monogamy because it's not just the woman asking for monogamy. The guy isn't doesn't want you know uh, an open relationship on her end either. Right? You know what mm. I mean? So it's not. One, so he his idea was like, why do we have this in the marriage contract if you aren't willing to pretty much hold up your end of the deal? I I would say that I think that it is more likely mm-hmm. for men to want to sleep outside the marriage than what it is for women to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of times women don't aren't interested in as much sex for whatever reason mm-hmm. right and so I can understand the frustration as to why I take it no obviously there are women that want to mm-hmm. have a lot of sex as well but I think that when you I think women have more <laughs> responsibilities it's not no, video on. recorded because you're like there are women who want to have sex as well I don't generalizations are always an issue but I do think men typically are the ones that have look, a higher sex high, drive yeah and so for whatever reason mm-hmm. Even guys will complain. This is not. This is fact. Guys to say, man, like I don't even have sex no more. Like I'm not having. My women don't want to have sex with me. It's a chore. It feels like a, it's a chore for for the women to want to have sex. And so I understand his point mm-hmm. of why why do women push that, but men push it too. Right. Um. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a societal con- concept that every person needs to be in a monogamous relationship. And truth truth be told, not every human being is meant to be monogamous. Mm-hmm. And you have to decide for yourself if whether or not you are monogamous type mm-hmm. and deal with what come, comes with monogamy. And if that's not for you, then you shouldn't force yourself into a concept that doesn't work for your life. So, yeah, I, I kind of don't understand the whole woman not wanting to, you know, I, I, I'm just saying. It's real, though. Well, it happens. I, mean, I have found, and like, it's one of those interesting things because I don't think that men and women have on. on honest conversations even when they're lovers i don't think they have honest conversations about sex Mm -hmm. right like and so obviously if you're coming you're enjoying it Mm -hmm. and who doesn't want to come right what i have noticed or what i what i've heard from a lot of women is that what their husbands used to do and how they used to do it, mm-hmm. they don't do now. Mm-hmm. Now they get the sloppy dick that they can't come from. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, not so much fun to have sex and you're not coming and he's the only one coming, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say that you also obviously are a party in the in the sex room. You can get, get yours, girl. Get yours, right? But, sure. you know, if the sex isn't the same as it was before... Mm-hmm. Then you know it's 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 hard to pinpoint it only on one person because sometimes it's what I've heard from my friends who are married is that the the, the sex ain't the same mm. the sex ain't the same so it's not the same 
the same dick you was getting. Well, everyone gets comfortable though in relationship, and sex gets comfortable right. as well. But women are not like uh, men are kind of like uh, microwaves. Like if you hit a button, it's going to. Just because you come don't mean you that it was a super enjoyable. Doesn't mean it's satisfied, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But you still come. Imagine not having a having an unsatisfied sex experience, yeah. but also not coming from it. Oh, I mean, I I'm not saying it's, it's not. Then it becomes yeah. a non enjoyable thing. It be, then it becomes a chore. Yeah, I, I think it's more. I personally think it's more to it though. If I but if I, I had to guess, if I had to assume, because when you're you're married, you can you can talk to this. Maybe I'm wrong. I would assume or think that in a marriage, unfortunately, right or wrong, mm-hmm. I think the woman has probably a little more responsibilities in her life to mm-hmm. hold down the house, and to be do. all this stuff, to go to work, to do these things. And that when you come home, and sometimes the last thing you want to do is fuck and have, it's not part, you don't fit, whatever reason. Right. So from a man's perspective, it's like, damn, does my woman even want to be with me? I'm always in it. You know what I mean? So I feel like sometimes it may just be. It's not in the mood. Yeah. You know? You know, and then a lot of women, and I don't know if this person, you know, had children or whatever, but a lot of women lose themselves after they have kids and they become a mom and that's it. Absolutely. Also the hormonals too. Like your hormonal imbalance. A lot of people, they lose all desire of sex Mm -hmm. after they have kids, but that's because there's a huge hormonal imbalance. Yeah. Jesus, that didn't happen to me. Oh, I know, right? I feel like for my girlfriends, it's either one or the other. Either they're like completely zero sex drive afterwards or they're like I am going to I'm going to end up pregnant again I'm pregnant again hi I'm pregnant yeah. again <laughs> yeah so I don't know I, I, I've never been married obviously but I I have been in some relationships mm-hmm. and it is easy for the sex in that relationship to become comfortable mm-hmm. and some some nights you just don't feel like having sex Oh, and I- but I also feel it's how you connect with your partners. I feel like sex is such a huge barometer mm-hmm. of how you and your partner are doing, at least from my perspective relationships, and I'm not married, so who knows, but if we're doing well, if we're happy, if we're engaged, if we're connected with yeah. each other and we're connecting and staying in tune with each other, the sex is happening, yeah. right? It's when we're not that yeah. it stops. For my husband and I, we, we've had dry spells, but that was during times that we were like stress yeah, bring, stress, yeah. you know we i mean maybe i was being a bitch for a while so he just didn't want you know yeah like some he, you know he wasn't, right i'm just being honest right. yeah absolutely yeah. but normally like he's a pleaser so i'm i'm lucky in that so you know, girl you done the, yeah, locked out honey look i wasn't about to marry somebody and just be you know and, and not not and not have sex be right. happy and a lot yeah. of times those it, sex does become like a chore especially if you're the one always initiating which mm-hmm. could be a problem in relationship it's like like I'm always initiating sex. Mm-hmm. Like you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit back. I'm gonna wait and see if my woman or my man, whatever, mm-hmm. is going to show me that she wants the dick. Yeah. You know, and then but and see, then like, if it happens, it's like when, when women do stuff like that, it's like always like if we decide that we're just gonna stop cooking because we're the ones who always cook, mm-hmm. and we'll see how long it takes for his ass to cook. But why not though? Because then you can have a comment. You said, "Well, damn, I'm." I'm you can have a conversation about it, but baby, I'm always the one cooking. I would love for you to take a little more initiative. Yeah, in but cooking. I think instead of stopping cooking, you just have that conversation and say, "Hey." By sometimes the way, you just want to see, though. Yeah. Sometimes I, you I, just want to see. I, I do that, or sometimes. I'm yeah. Just, sometimes you just want to see. My husband is notorious for like leaving a cup all the time, and I'm just like, you know, <laughs> let me just see what happens. This, yeah. this fool will walk past that cup for yeah. a month. Yeah. I mean, so sometimes it, you just yeah, want to see. 
Sometimes There's you just want to see. But I agree. have to have a yeah. conversation after a while. And I agree. You should have a conversation yeah. about it. Absolutely. You know, but yeah. But, right, I, but I think it's false that women <laughs> don't want to have sex as well outside. You think you, people don't. There's no way people think that women, once they're in a relationship, don't think about sleeping with other people. They do. They do. We love sex. They love sex just as much as as men do, you Mm -hmm. know, for whatever reason. But But women cheat just as much as men cheat, too, though. So I don't even know. I don't know. Factuals. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into my least favorite segment of the world. You're such a Uh, hater. I don't like my hair. I'm sorry that you have to experience this Uh, with us. Experience what? But here we go. She's such a hater, Melanie. Don't don't listen to her. This that sounds that sounds about right. right. All right, sippers, it is that time of the show, the best time of the episode, best time of the show where wah, wah, wah. we play. I play six songs oh. for the table and mm-hmm. for you, sippers. Mm-hmm. Melanie, you are playing against L. Okay. This is not a team sport. This is not. We could try it okay. all. No, because she well, she'll say that and then she'll beat she you. She already said she's competitive. <laughs> well, right. I am, but you know what? When it comes to music, I'm a beats person. So well, here's I don't the thing. remember anyone's name. I don't remember the song, the name uh, of the song. Yeah, so all, you need to know, all you need to know is the name of the song or the name of the person, all right? And Jay's really good at picking songs with the, they say the name of the song. If you right listen. If it's, but, if it's from 2020 I, and if it's rap. But it's hard in the 90s. Everybody in the 90s would say, DJ Clue, 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 or... Jay-Z, John Carter. Everyone said their name. Everyone you know? shouts out their name, yeah. Uh, so, of course, I need to say that all Tino Shade, we do not own these we songs. Do own we don't them. have any rights to these we songs. Don't have no papers. Um, I just love them. We appreciate them. And we have them on Spotify um, playlist. Go, yep, go listen to them on Spotify. Go stream them, go play them. That's what we're going to do. All right, so. What's the name of the Spotify playlist? All T. No Shade on Spotify. So, go play them. Every song that you've ever heard on All T. No Shade is on there. Uh, if it's doing this segment. And matter of fact, it's, it's a, a banging it's ass a playlist. Bop. I was listening uh, to it at, at the gym at the beach the other day, and yeah. I was like, My, uh, one of my friends, Ebony, Ebony Fire, who's been on the podcast before, she randomly sent me a text. I was doing something, it was probably like two weeks ago. She was like, This playlist is fire. <laughs> I was like, What are you talking about? She said, The All Tino Shade playlist. I was running, and she was like, Yo, every song had me feeling good. And so it's just it's just hits. It's just cause all the players really hits from eighties to two early two thousand. So anyway, so this first song came out in twenty twenty. Okay, you already got me. <laughs> you never know. Remember, listen, try listen to voices. Okay. How does the voice sound? Because most of these people have very Damn. familiar voices. I couldn't do like nineties, late nineties. I got I got some nineties <laughs> in here. I'm just going. This is the, this okay. the first one. Here we go. I know who this is. Is this baby? No. T.I. Yes. Were you about to say T.I.? No. Uh. I, I know this voice. I was like, but this is definitely down south. He has a new album out. See, I heard that other song that he had with some other people this year, but I guess it's, that's it's on the album. But. It's probably on the album. This yeah. is called Hit Dogs Holler. Okay. I think it's the hottest song on the album, personally. Just that beat, man. Just that beat. All right. He has a, he has a woman artist on there. I've never heard of her name. Um, Tokyo, Tokyo, Tokyo. Tony? 
Tokyo no, Jets. No, Tokyo Jets. And she oh. kills it. Mm. All right, so one zip, one zip. This next song came out in 2020 as well. I like this already. Sounds like Kanye. It's not Kanye. Big Sean. Nope. <laughs> that whole good music group. They love a good sample, honey. This is funky. Right? I'm jamming. Wale? No. No. What are you saying? No. You're so close. It was Kelly. Kelly Rowland. They sound like. This is called crazy. You were close. I said Kelly Rowland. No, you, I know you got it, but you said batshit crazy. Oh, what is it called? Crazy. Okay. It's like a disco feel to it, right? I'm for her to come out with a, like a new banger. I'm very, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Kelly Rowland. Me too. Yeah. She's pregnant again, guys. Is she pregnant yes. again? She looks so beautiful, so, pregnant. Did I thought she, she was getting divorced. Yeah, it just came so out. That means Beyonce is gonna come right after. You her. know it. Mm, you know it because yeah. Beyonce be yeah, cock blocking, yeah, not cock blocking, but blocking. So she's gonna I don't think so. She does it every single time. Every time Kelly has a hit. She can't just let her have it. She can't let her have she it. She comes in with a, with a new hit yeah. every single time. I don't, is go, that go true? Back, go back and, and look at Kelly's hits. And you'll see. Okay. Yeah. That's, she that's came out with, remember the, the um, Lemonade? Like that was a, no, not Lemonade, the one before Lemonade. Right when Kelly was kind of hot, she came out with that, that sneak album. Yeah, but it shouldn't be like, if Beyonce comes out with something, does it, does she That's what Jay-Z do. When Nas come out with something, Jay-Z always. That's hilarious, That's what Jay-Z. That's intentional. That shit's intentional. So how we know Beyonce? I don't think it's intentional. Beyonce has to be on top. All right. Uh, I think they're sure so inclusive. I don't. I think that's a competition that we create for oh, them. Yeah, I don't think it's a competition that they actually have. Maybe. All right. Next song came out in 2010. 2010. Yeah. Yeah. Trey songs. Neo. No. Chris Brown. No. Omarion. There goes my baby. Oh, sure. Usher. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I said it was my baby. 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 You know this time frame because the beat. I know the beat. It's just I have. To I don't have any more new songs on this for the, on this list. All right, all right. I'm a huge fan of Usher too. Me too. He's. I love that he's doing a Vegas residency right now, and I would totally go and see I, I it. I would go. All right. This next song came out. Like, that would be a whole jam. That would, mm. 2007. U S H E R I A Y M O N D. Beat with your push, Who is it? Name? I can't remember his name. Fabulous? No. Oh. What's his name? I can't remember. Remember, it can be name of the song or the artist. 
Hey. Hey. They struggling, they struggling. Zippers, no. Come on, throw some names out. Your winner is the name? Um, no. Stunner, wait. Um, damn, I he, he, won, he won the thing. Damn it. Name of the song? No. Hey, you, right, I'm coming five. for it. No, what? You don't give us more time. This is two minutes in. It's a singer. He, he does a lot of producing. Yes, I, I just can't remember his name. Is it Dream? I know, I know yes, like. the Dream. <laughs> it's the name I, of the song. I know this. I just couldn't the name remember of the, his name. What's the name of the song? Though? Shorty is the shit. Yeah. Oh, I said shorty, but dang it. Mm. So officially, L has won. Well, yeah, but we, I can't remember. But we're gonna play three more songs. See if you can get gotta get at least one. You can't leave here without not getting one. I mean, I know the beats. <laughs> the next song came out in 1997. 1997. She ain't gonna get this. L won't get this. <laughs> Just be knowing my weaknesses. Sound like your hill. Just one of the great R&B songs of all time. Is it Jodeci? No. Casey and JoJo. Correct. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I almost like I want to give you him. I was like, no. Yeah. This is last night's letter. I mean, that voice is just so distinctive. Back then, he could really sing. He can't oh. sing no more. I know. It makes me sad. He can't sing no more. He reminds me, like, the, he's like the living Eddie Kane from Five uh, Heartbeats. Yeah. Like, His voice is, was too raspy back yeah. then, so now it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Oh, it's gone, gone. Damn. All right, uh, 1998. You and I, the day we die. You and I, T.Y.? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's in really good shape right now. He still works out like hardcore, so he's yes. really good. Method and Redman. But Redman was too silly for me. Method was it. Ooh, his little. Redman was too. Don't you love it back then? Like men, could, people could be have flaws and you still like them. I, I, I still like flaws. Like me too. But like yeah. celebrities were like regular ass people. You know what I mean? Like Method had a whole um, his, his chip eye. too. Wasn't that a glass, yeah. glass eye or something too? Or was that just for a lazy the eye? Lazy eye. <laughs> I don't know. But I, Method Man could. I think he's the great, one of the best out of the Wu Tang Clan. So. Yeah, for sure. Mm, I, I like Chef Raekwon. Raekwon, yeah, Raekwon, Raekwon was that, good. That Raekwon, was, Raekwon was good. Yeah, All right, Al, you are officially the winner of That Sounds Familiar. Still That's okay. Hate it. That's all right. <laughs> what we got next? All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into our ish. What's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? So, what's your ish is basically ish. Some, something. Go ahead. What's your ish is what is something that you love, you're feeling, you're rocking? What is your ish this week? It can be anything. It can be a concept. It can, can be a thought. It can be a TV show. It can be a product. It can be whatever you so desire. What is your ish this week? That's what you're going to share with us. 
So I want to start. Okay, go ahead and start it. Because my ish this week is really, really important. What's that? It is we 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 record on on Sundays, guys. So it's mm. October eighteenth. Tomorrow is October nineteenth, which means early voting officially opens Tomorrow, in right? Florida. Monday. Yes. So October nineteenth until election. You can early vote. Please do so. Please. Right? Like, don't wait to the election day to do your voting. 22 million people have already voted already for this election. You can be one of them. Go ahead and vote because we have no clue how long those election lines are going to be. Exactly. But I know they're going to be packed. And I have something to that effect. But hold on. I need Jay. We, we have no excuse here in Florida because it's it's so early. And I'm, I always early vote. Like me too. I'm, I'm, I'm there tomorrow. Right? I have a doctor appointment first thing in Wesley Chapel as soon as I get back. Going right over to the precinct. And Florida is a swing state. Like yes. what we, like specifically Floridians, mm -hmm. your vote really, really matters. We are a swing state. We could, we could be the election. We could be the thing. Right. And, and let me tell you, I am, I know people are saying go ahead and mail in vote. And I get it if you're, you know, older and you can't get out. But this is Florida, people. I mean, I lived, I was in college when, um, the Gore Bush thing. Happened. Okay. And they lost ballots on on the freeway, saying the you know the highway patrol lost ballots. You know, so you know Jeb Bush at the time was the governor, and, and his brother was the president. Now, right now, or his brother was running for president. Right now, we have DeSantis, and he's all up Trump's ass. Mm -hmm. So, if you don't think that they're not going to try to take those mail-in votes and do something, I I just oh, think for that, sure. honestly, I just think go in and vote. vote. Early vote, please. I have a little little clip. Maybe I can. It'll hit. You'll hear it from here. Uh. I'm going to vote, and ain't shit gonna stop. Okay, guys, I'm going over here and get my judge. I got my grown folks hair on. <laughs> I got my uh, savage clothes on. I'm ready for this damn heat, and I'm ready for these people. Cause <laughs> I'm going to vote, and ain't shit gonna stop. I know that's right. Okay. I know that's right. And so that was an old, this old little grandma lady. And she had, her, let me tell you, she was decked out. She had a little chair. She had a little mm -hmm. cooler. She had a little hand fan. Sis was prepared for the lines. Right. And so you should go. I say that to say, even with early voting, you mm -hmm. should prepare for the lines. Don't get there and then get discouraged and then leave and not come back. Go there prepared, knowing that you might have to wait a little bit. So feel free to come with your little chair, come with your snack, come yeah. with your drink, whatever you need to make that line long. Make sure your phone is fully charged and your Netflix is ready. And you, and if you did mail in your vote, please watch it. See what happens to it, because if, if they don't accept it because of your signature, you need to run in and vote by November 3rd. Yes. Please do. Yeah, I was going to wait and, and uh, vote the day of. Because I, I love being part of the process, as I mentioned prior on other podcasts. You like episodes. to be there the day of. Yeah, I like being a part of it and just, just seeing. But I think I'm going to do early voting. I think I am going to do early voting because I actually want to be able to interview some people. Yeah. And I want to specifically try to interview um, Republicans. So President Obama actually put out the recommendations for every single state. And my husband sent it to me for us. So, you know, you take your your, your sample ballot, fill it in before you go, and it's gonna be a quick, quick process. So, um, whatever you do, vote the down ballot, take a look at what other people are doing if you don't know who to vote for. It's it's so important right now. Do your research, y'all. What about you, Jay? 
So my ish this week is uh, mending friendships that were o- that were or are on the brink of crumbling. You know how I feel about this. <laughs> you know how I feel about so this. So this week I sat down with a friend of mine that mm-hmm. I hadn't spoke to in about a year, and we you know we had a falling out of sorts. And one thing I don't like is not having a clean conscience, right? And so 2020 has reminded me that, you know, a loved one could really be here today and gone gone tomorrow and that we shouldn't hold on to things from the past when the present is so full of happiness. Mm -hmm. So after we sat down and got everything off our chest and we were able to move on and try to work on bringing the friendship back to what it was. So I just like to encourage anyone listening that can hear my voice that no disagreement should be big enough to ruin a friendship if you truly care for the individual. If there's love. And so I recommend anyone, whatever kind of issue you have going on with your friends um, or family, whatever, sit down, own your shit, apologize for whatever has transpired, be honest about your part in the demise of that friendship, and then get back to being friends. So that's my issue this week. And everyone, get out there and mend your broken friendships. Yes. So did that actually work out, though? I mean, you know, because sometimes things yeah. just aren't the same when you, you know. But here's here, here's the thing that mm-hmm. they that won't be the same, but they can. It, it can evolve. get back to it. It can get back you to can it. Grow back. Mm-hmm. What I always tell people is that you need when you have a situation that has gotten to a certain point where you and that person aren't talking anymore. Mm-hmm. When you go into that, go into it with an open mind. Go into it not being defensive. Mm-hmm. Listen to what they are saying. Don't deflect what they are saying. Right. right? It's like, okay, this is what this person is saying. That I, this is my actions did that made them feel this certain way. Mm-hmm. And then listen to it and say, well, you know what? I acknowledge what you're saying. And I apologize for my part in it. Mm-hmm. That takes the tension mm-hmm. out of the situation. Okay. Right? Now you can just talk about it and say, you know what? Well, here's how I felt about it. And from there, it's really on the two people to try to build it from what it was. Uh, I feel like for for men, it tends to be a little bit easier mm-hmm. for men to just move on and then pick back up and go. Because after, we, after we talked about it, I probably stayed there for another hour and a half. We just started kicking and talking, right. you know, for whatever reason. I don't know. I'm not a woman, obviously, mm-hmm. but I've, I've heard that sometimes women have a hard time um, mending friendships that that break i don't know why that is but that's what i've heard so see i'm a forgiver so i'm gonna forgive you yeah but it may not be the same yeah but i also feel like you it's the idea too that i think women have sometimes an unrealistic expectation for things to go back exactly as it was Mm. before you guys got into that disagreement and that's just not reality it's not going to be the same you know because this person and you for whatever reason you guys have had this disagreement. You've had this this fracture in your friendship that you're now mending. And so you still have to, you know, go over those craggles, those spots where you guys are still mending at. And so I feel like sometimes that expectation where you're like, oh, it's not the same. And that is the reason why you don't continue to reach out or that you guys don't continue to try is like, it's kind of um, a self-fulfilling prophecy. It'll yeah. never be the same if you guys don't continue to try, you know? And to forgive and really move on. Yeah. You ain't got to forget. It's hard to, mm-hmm. I think, I, I think forget, it's false right. to have forgive and, for, and forget. You can't forget, but you can forgive. You can definitely forget. And just be like, you know what? I'm not going to hold hold this. Because we're all human. We all go, we're all flawed. Mm-hmm. We're all going to fuck up once and twice in a friendship. Mm-hmm. That's just bound to happen. You're going to have disagreements. You know, that's yeah. just how it is. But you have, just have, you just got to work at it. 
I always say, like, you know how imagine how annoyed you get with yourself and frustrated you get with yourself about certain things, about things you should have done or didn't do or whatever the case is. If you are that way with yourself, you know, you have to give other people the same amount of grace and patience, you know, and so grace. It's the. Yeah, real relationships, I think, have to go through some stuff. And then if you can't get through you know. all that, then you know. That's, that's like, how you know. That's, that's your ride or die for life. Mm-hmm. You know? And you gotta, you gotta remove your ego. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You gotta remove yeah. your ego. Like, I could have easily just not said anything for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the kind of person I am, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, no, what? This person is a dope ass person. Right. And this situation should not be bigger than that. And right. so I'm gonna remove my ego. Wow. And be like, yo, like bro, let's talk. We need to talk. And let's figure yeah, this shit let's out. Let's get over you this. Know? Like, so. of aloha. I love it. That's right. Exactly. I'm feeling the aloha-ness. Good, good. So final sips. <laughs> Anything. I don't have a final sip other than vote, 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 vote Biden. Vote Biden. Even though they have, you know, polls are saying that Biden's up. Don't believe it. They said Just that vote. with Hillary. Yeah, go vote. Yeah. Go and vote. Don't trust anything. Don't trust anyone. If you mailed in your vote, please track it. Like, mm-hmm. You know, be responsible. Make your voice your voice matter. People died literally for you to have the right to have a Thank voice. You. Thank you. Uh, so my final tip, we talked about this briefly earlier in, in the beginning. You talked about Cardi B and Offset getting back together, and, and someone made a, a, a comment on Instagram on Cardi B getting back. And this person said, "I know it's all jokes, but Offset is an abuser. Textbook emotional abuse. When she tries to leave, he when he when she tries to leave, he manipulates." On average, it takes people up to seven tries to leave an abusive relationship before they actually leave for good. And Cardi responded, abusive, question mark. Mm-hmm. Girl, I'm the one that do the hitting and the shit talking. I'm the I'm just a crazy bitch. One day I want to smack a nigga and leave the next week. I want to ride his face and get the cum rag. Y'all be trying to analyze too much. We were just, we are just simply dysfunctional. So really quickly, can we just talk about how we don't talk about women who, who are, are domestic abusive abusive yeah. abusers. I, th- I don't know why and i think it's men men just don't cancel because they don't care because if this was a man and the it was the, a man like if chad ocho cinco was saying that about like evelyn mm-hmm. lozada or mm-hmm. you know if, if any man was saying that about a woman we would all be going crazy livid 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 but because it's Cardi B who, but Cardi B's talked about drugging dudes and exactly. stealing and stealing their exactly. money and like just a bunch of really problematic stuff. But men don't seem to care because men are men are abused and by women, but we don't say anything because it's not the cool thing to do. It's not the manly thing to do. You just suck it up. And I'm not saying Offset's innocent. He could be abusive, Absolutely. right? However, he could be the one getting abused and does not understand that he is not in a healthy relationship. So maybe they're both being abusive to and each yeah. other. Yeah, he's. I think he's emotionally abusive, and then she's physically, physically abusive. abusive. Yeah. So yeah, he feels like he probably deserves to get hit because mm-hmm. he put his ding ding somewhere and it didn't need to be. So yeah, so just remember. But every- I do definitely think it's a double sided, yeah. you it know, is. coin where women can definitely talk about and not get any repercussions for being physical with their men. When obviously, if we would have heard Offset even touch Cardi B, mm-hmm. you know, it, there would be a lot more smoke. But the, the interesting thing about that is it's men who are regulating it amongst themselves, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think if men actually were to say this is wrong and were to take it up, I think women would take it up with them. Yeah. But the fact that men are just like, I don't want other men to think this is uncool because if I talk about it. That's what society has put the pressure on for but men who to. Who creates society? Everyone. Men have a lot. 
a huge part of it. <laughs> right. But there are a lot of women who follow the same societal stereotypes. They, they, they definitely, so. women for sure help to, and this is my, you know, my big issue when I said about the black divide is that women specifically tend to like follow up, take up the mantle, you know, that's been laid down, that's been oppressive, you know, when we don't necessarily need to, but the person who put the mantle down are men. Yep. So final sip. What are your socials one more time for the sippers out there? How can they get and follow you and all that good stuff? I'm on everything at Aloha Milani or alohamilani.com. Nice. Perfect. And it's beautiful. Her page is gold. Like, Listen. it gives me travel wanderlust. Like, and the food. <laughs> I'm like, listen, why has technology not gotten to the point where you can, like, sample things from your phone? Like, I'm there. I'm, I'm right. Mm, I'm ready. I don't ever want that. If I can't actually get it in my belly, I don't even want to. What wanna if I could just have, like, a little sample, like, a little no, touch? Don't like, tease me. Ooh, don't tease me. I want it. All right. If that's it, I'm going to go ahead and call this sip session. Done. Holla. Blessings.